Welcome to Star Rollers, a Starfinder Society podcast. particular adventure uh, is basically you guys's graduation from uh, your commencement rather after joining the Starfinder Society um, <clears throat> you guys have gone through uh, training and then this is your essentially final set of tasks uh, before coming becoming official uh, full-on Starfinders um, so as you guys approach the lore spire complex uh, you see its doors slide open and a green holographic image of a middle-aged woman shimmering into view in the center of the room. Greetings, it says. I am Guidance. Please use the cheek swabs in the open receptacle to provide a genetic sample for the Starfinder Society identification purposes. If desired, you may place your hand on the glowing panel to receive a subdermal implant further marking you as a member of the Society. Um, and the glowing hologram woman kind of points uh, nearby to a uh, uh, kind of like built-in spot in the wall that has both a receptacle with a bunch of cheek swabs near it and then uh, this glowing panel as well. All right. Okay. uh, Who's who's up first? I don't even know if this works for like androids but i'll try it why not <laughs> I got, yeah, I'll, i'm gonna grab a swab i'm just gonna rub it on the inside of my awesome. presumably metallic cheeks <laughs> there, there is zero genetic <laughs> samples on that swab well not for lack of trying <laughs> yep you tried there might be some bacteria on it now you know i, I think that counts yeah yeah i think that totally oh. counts <laughs> uh, and then i'll try and do the implant yeah, so you put your hand on the um, the little glowing uh, panel, and even though you're an android, you do feel kind of a brief pinch, kind of, and okay. then when you pull your hand away, there's doesn't appear to be anything there, um, but I'll just kind of give you the mechanics of this. Um, you can, as a swift action, uh, you can activate the augmentation, uh, which causes the implant to glow uh, in the in the symbol of the uh, Starfinder Society's symbol, um, wow. and it also uh, increases the light level within five feet <laughs> while active. That's awesome! I'll take it. Free flashlight. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm so into that. Built-in flashlight. <clears throat> and she well, kind of uh, just I waits guess... for each of you to do your thing. I guess I'm up next. I. Uh take the swab and make a rude gesture in my mouth with it and then um, move on to taking the subdermal implant. Yeah, you uh, feel a pinch followed by a little bit of heat in your in your palm um, and then you step back and you have the uh, the implant. All right, Ow. I, will, I will do the same. Yeah. Pretty much the same deal for you as well. Little pinch, little bit of heat, nothing too bad though. Uh, 
<laughs> uh, Eifert would do the same as well, although Eifert probably winces a good bit. <laughs> yeah, it's a little bit uncomfortable. Um, so after you all step away from it, and before we get going uh, much further, I guess, um, I'll have each of you kind of introduce your character a little bit, um, tell us uh, what they look like, who they are, uh, name, that sort of stuff, and then we will uh, we'll continue, and we'll start with Cole. Ah, all right. So the character I will be playing tonight is named Brusa the Rose. She is a female Vesk standing six foot nine inches tall. Um, coming in at real buff. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, she is, so Vesk, female Vesk are, are typically larger and more colorful, uh, than males and Brusa perhaps even more so. Um, she has just enormous rippling muscles. Um, she's not afraid to use them, but oh, muscles but okay. Does not lose any of her finesse for being so muscular. Surprisingly, finessey. <laughs> Very dexterous. A word. Very dexterous. <laughs> that is the word I was looking for. Uh, she's wearing. Uh, she's she's very proud of her colorful, colorful scales, um, which I will show to you on this picture that is currently Wizard. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, so earning her epithet epithet how do you say that? yeah know. epithet epithet uh, the rose uh, comes from her, her greenish teal hue uh, up through her legs torso arms um turning into uh a red face little horns on top like a big spiky beard coming down you know um flecks of of yellow scales here and there um very intimidating Uh, or so i will try to play her awesome all right Uh, and then we have our new player to this group rather uh, Aisha will be joining us tonight. Hello. Um, so, oh, uh, I actually commissioned art of uh, the character. Uh, can I actually show that? Um, if you put it in the Discord, I'll put the Discord on screen for a moment. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is actually on the Discord right now in the Starfinder uh... chat. Yes. Oh. Yeah. Uh, so Aisha is uh, obviously human. Uh, she's an operative. Also focuses more on dexter- uh, dexterity, but is kind of jack of the all jack of all trades. Um, trying to put her into words, but difficult. Difficult. She's free living. Yeah, free living in the in the simplest of terms. I didn't want to go, obviously, chaotic, neutral with her. Uh, but yeah, she's just average build, uh, likes her guns. Um, and if you couldn't tell a little bit on the, the punk side of things. All right. Uh, Ifrit? Ifrit? However you pronounce it. Ifrit. Ifrit. Yes. Gotcha. 
Yes, Ifrit. Yes, Ifrit is a, a pretty lanky guy. Uh, he's about 26. Um, he's very thin, uh, very <clears throat> lean guy. You see that he's got a very uh, relatively elegant overcoat um, with some small patchwork of some badges that he may have acquired. Um, you're not exactly necessarily sure as to what, but he is a big fan of celebrity culture and prescribes himself to following famous people on various social medias. Um, you see that he's got his hair shaved on one side. He's got this bleached white hair shaved on one side and it's really long on the other. And whenever he's not talking or focusing, he seems to constantly run his left hand through the longer side of his hair. Uh, and you see that there are some hairs that have been frayed and pulled out from him doing this repetitively. Um, he's got very, he's uh, got clean skin, chiseled jaw, uh, but he does look pretty, pretty thin, pretty scrawny. Um, but he is also wearing a, what's a little out of place uh, is in this very elegant, sort of look is he has this very large fuel tank on his back and you see that he wields a pistol at his side that lines to the tank awesome hmm. all right that looks then... dangerous <laughs> <laughs> totally not no it's totally fine uh that leads us uh to dan the last player who will be joining us tonight yeah i'm playing an android he is called haywood and uh, Haywood is kind of a mismatch of ill-fitting parts. Uh, a lot of his outer exoskeleton has just been kind of put together in whatever way will work. It seems like a lot of hand-me-down parts. And you even notice that his left arm is actually <clears throat> in the style of a cassava, while the rest of him is in the style of a human. It's kind of nice. kind of awkward looking. But uh, hmm. yeah, that's Haywood. Um Otherwise, he's a pretty normal guy. His uh, face doesn't move a lot when he talks. It's mostly just smiling, but yeah. Androids. Yes. Androids. Androids. Fun. <laughs> All right. So after you guys uh, finish taking your uh, two initial steps there, uh, the glowing hologram smiles at you, um, and she says, It is our pleasure to officially welcome you into the Starfinder Society. Today is the commencement of your new role as a Starfinder field agent. It is our tradition, at the end of the graduation ceremony, for new graduates to present themselves to the heads of our most prominent factions and complete a task at those leaders' behest. This allows the leaders of these groups to become familiar with all new Starfinder agents, and it provides a constant supply of agents for handling situations in our holdings on Absalom Station. While these tasks were formerly symbolic, the heavy loss of Starfinder, Starfinder agents in the Scoured Stars necessitates that these missions become something more. Please, treat any tasks given with the gravity you would grant any other Starfinder assignment. Um, and at that point, she motions toward a small uh, glowing tablet nearby that has uh, the details on the four individuals that you'll be meeting with. So essentially, you have four people that you'll need to go and meet with and talk to. Um, and each one will give you a task to complete. Um, and once you have completed all four of these tasks, you are all official members of the Starfinder Society. Um, all right, who can read? 
Eifert <laughs> raises his hand uh, slowly. <laughs> nice. Nerd. No. <laughs> All right. So on this glowing tablet, um, there's four different kind of sections. Uh, one for each of the groups that you'll be uh, working for or with factions. Uh, the first one is the Acquisitives. The second one is listed as the Data Files. The third one is listed as the Exo Guardians. And the fourth is listed as the Wayfinders. Ah, no kitty. And I... My cats will be in the way tonight, because they are... Precious. Yes. That's what they are. I love them, but they're, they're lovely. I love them too. <laughs> Um, and each one kind of goes into a little bit of detail about which, uh, what these groups are, <clears throat> are all about. So I'll kind of read through these real quick. Um, and then you guys will be able to decide which of these groups you want to go and, and meet with first. Um, so the Acquisitives, their leader is uh, Radizam the Dealmaker. I'll put that in chat so that you all can see it. Um, and the Inquisitives represent uh, the results of the current uh, head of the Starfinder Society, Luazi Aslebo. Uh, they represent her efforts to hold the society together by hiring mercenaries to fill the role of missing Starfinders. Uh, many of the mercs realized that the Starfinder Society was a lot more lucrative than um, their old line of work, and so that's kind of where they all have fallen into, is, is the Inquisitives. Um, the faction's current leader, Radizam, is concerned with maintaining the organization's public-facing reputation, as well as the reputation and fame of the Starfinders who are directly serving their interests. Um, the second group is the Data Files. Uh, their leader is Historia Seven, um, and as you can kind of guess from their name, the Data Files cherish information above all else, seeing themselves as guardians of any knowledge obtained by the Starfinder Society. Uh, their leader, Historia 7, promotes a belief in superiority through the acquisition and controlled dispersal of information. Uh, while cataloging and data searching are, nece are necessities in this faction, um, they are known to employ less technologically savvy combat experts to procure information if need be. <laughs> um, Sounds perfect for me. <laughs> they, they do sometimes have to get their hands dirty. Uh, the next group, the Exo Guardians. Um, their leader is Zigvigix. I'll put that in the chat because <laughs> to heck with pronouncing that. <laughs> um, the Exoguardians are made up of packed world citizens who are concerned for the safety of their home and who act to ensure and who act to ensure that safety. Uh, they believe that the best defense is a strong offense and they work to build up a stockpile of magic and technology to deter external threats. Uh, most of their operatives were lost in the Scoured Stars. Um, they utilize lower-grade installations within the Pact Worlds and have lost their headquarters um, and most of their operations in the aftermath of that disaster. So right now, they currently have no headquarters. Um, and the final group, the Wayfinders, their leader is known as Fitch. Um, the Wayfinders are Starfinders who adhere to the Society's primary mission of exploration. They uh, are the most transitory of the society's memberships. So they don't really have 
one specific spot on Absalom Station that's their headquarters. Uh, instead, they have a ship out in the Armada known as the Master of Stars. Um, they're dedicated to exploring the vast and maintain few direct ties to the Pact Worlds themselves, and they specialize in both exploration and first contact scenarios, thriving on the thrill of the unknown and the monumental task of meeting new species. So that's kind of the down low of the four groups, um, and you guys at this point are pretty much left to decide who you want to reach out to contact first. Um, let's see here. Um, Sorry, did you say uh, the third group, the... Was that Exophiles or Exoguardians? Uh, Exoguardians. I might ah. have misspoke the first time I said it. I probably typed it wrong. <laughs> it's all good. Um, Guidance has all of their locations uh, so that whichever one you guys decide to go visit, uh, she can point you in the right direction. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I'm really hyped about talking to these Wayfinder guys. It's like it's like you just read my mind. Did you yeah. just read my mind? I don't think I can do that. Oh shit! Oh, well. Let's think uh, of something. Quick, think of something. Uh, okay, okay, I'm thinking. Uh, guns. Shit. That, that, that was it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, theory. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just my just 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 my gun, just this one right here. But you know. just just one gun. That's uh-huh. But wayfinders, man. Yeah, I'm down. Ah, oh, singular gun. Oh, and any other opinions? I prefer the Exo Guardians myself, but the Wayfinders are suitable. I mean, first contact may include shooting stuff in the face. You never know. If I'm not mistaken, we would be touring each. So we would need to make contact with each in order to be eligible to become Starfinders. So a matter of preference, uh, we would certainly be able to satiate all of our interests. Of course. Uh, just, you know, just thinking Wayfinders first. They're the most uh, Starfindery of the Starfinders, I'd, I'd guess. They even have half the name right. <laughs> They're close. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, so you guys are going with the Wayfinders? Yes. All right. Let's do it. Um, We're all on board. So. Uh, there we go. All right. So guidance uh, nods as you guys make the decision of who you're going to be contacting first. Um, and she says, I will get to work on, I will have you a, a shuttle procured shortly. Um, please just give me a few moments and I will. Uh, get you a shuttle and, and we will get you off to uh, the Master of Stars. Oh and yeah, that's right. S- it's not on the station. <laughs> yes, it is It is out in the Armada. Yeah. Um, so it takes her about five minutes, um, but eventually she kind of goes like static for a few moments, like she's just kind of standing there. Um, and then a few minutes later, the, the hologram returns to life uh, and she says, I have procured you a shuttle that will uh, transport you both to and from the Master of Stars. Um, it's a few shuttle bays down, but it won't take you very long uh, to, to get there. Excellent. Thank you. Uh, which way? Uh, she points off uh, down a hallway to get you guys in the right direction. Uh, all right, well, I'm off. All right. Uh, Ifrit, they're 
Uh, there's some drama going on in the social media sphere right now. Um, there was a, cele- a, a uh, Vesk celebrity makeup artist um, who got involved in, in some selling of things they shouldn't have been. So there's some drama going nice. on. Nice. Ifrit is a uh, avid podcaster. He has uh, three oh. followers. One of them is his mom. <laughs> One of them is his mom. Uh, but he is definitely going to start an outline uh, for his upcoming podcast. I love it. <laughs> All oh, right. Lord. Uh, so you guys walk over to the shuttle, uh, the shuttle bay. It takes you a good five minutes probably to get there, but um, they, the Starfinders have their own shuttle bay. Um, is it an automated shuttle or is it uh, is there a, there a meat bag in the? It is the an automated seat? shuttle. Yes. Oh, yep. There's... Is there even a way to the pilot seat, or is it just a box with wings? Um, go ahead and make me a perception check, I guess, to see if you can Ooh, okay. see if there's a a way to get to the pilot's area. It's a good thing there is no pilot because I'd probably try to tip him drugs. Uh... <laughs> right. We all know how that went. <laughs> well, I guess not. How do I roll with... Um, uh, let's see here. Uh, so on your character sheet, so okay, uh, just it. for the recording for posterity, uh, several of us are new-ish to using roll 20, uh, so we will uh, kind of go through that sort of stuff. Um, but on your character sheet, um, in your skills area, if you just mm-hmm. click on the name of the skill you want to roll, it should roll it. And there we are. Um, a 14, so... It looks like there's a door that would lead to uh, the front of the ship, um, but it is currently closed and locked. And locked? Yes. Mm. These clearly aren't meant to have, like, an actual pilot in there at all times. It's it's meant for, like, someone to go in and perform maintenance, that sort of a deal. Mm. Yeah, I'll leave it for another time. <laughs> Fair enough. They didn't They didn't foresee you guys performing any maintenance, so... You never know, I guess. All right. Go ahead, Cole. Oh, sorry. I just wanted to uh, wanted to announce that I figured out why my racial bonus to perception was not showing up. Oh, nice. I forgot to give myself any ranks and any skills. Oh, there you go. <laughs> that that'll, that will there do it. Go. Unsurprisingly, that will that will do it. Got him. That's fantastic. <laughs> I love it. All right, so uh, you guys head into the shuttle. Um, Aisha spends a few moments, kind of like seeing if uh, if she can get into where the the pilot seat would be, um, but the door is closed and locked. So uh, for the moment, it seems y'all are unable to. Uh, after standing there tugging on the door handle for like two <laughs> minutes straight. Yes. Nope. Locked. <laughs> after a couple minutes, after you guys find your seats and get comfortable. Uh, the ship takes off and very quickly starts heading out towards uh, the Armada. Uh, the Armada itself can be seen from the shuttle's view screen as it takes off, um, gleaming ships standing out against the vast emptiness of space behind it. Uh, the Master Beautiful. of Stars, in specific, uh, immediately stands out from the rest. Um, it has layers and layers of scaffolding obscuring its hull. Uh, there's tiny lights flickering among the metal beams, as distant figures weld plates and heat shields to the ship's exterior. Uh, The shuttle smoothly glides closer until it reaches the starship's docking bay, slipping through the magic field that keeps the hold pressurized with breathable atmosphere. As the shuttle doors open, a small drone flies directly into your shuttle uh, and pops up a small 
hollow screen displaying a harried-looking Yusoki. Ah, finally! Fresh meat! The Yusoki exclaims over the screen, sounding pleased. Name's Fitch. Pleasantry's over. Time to get to work. I had some trouble earlier with the lights flickering on the ship, and now both the lights and the computers have suddenly gone out on E-Deck. No idea what's causing it, but uh, you work on this job long enough, and all of a sudden Fitch's attention flicks to something off-screen, uh, and he shouts, Kirketh! The welding torch is not a toy. You want to go to the toddler's pen with the other kids? Uh, <laughs> uh, Fitch snorts dismissively before continuing. Uh, sorry, some of these little ones would cut off their own heads if I let them. Anyway, it could be some lunkhead screwed up the wiring, but that's a pretty big uh, system failure for a simple electrical short. I'd prefer to send in some people with combat training to scout it out, just in case someone or something is sabotaging the ship. If nothing, great, get the power back on if you can. If there's someone suspicious down there, uh, just use your comm units to report in to me. I'll give you the access codes, uh, so... Hey, Celicia, if you touch that panel, I'll staple you to the hull. Um, <laughs> all of a sudden, the drone screen cuts out uh, and then flashes to display the ship's schematics and passwords for the computers on E-Deck. Great. Uh, what are those passwords? Uh, Just out of curiosity. <laughs> one of them is literally password. Um, Got it. <laughs> they all seem to be fairly simple. There's password. There's a admin one, password one. Yes, that sort of stuff. <laughs> got it. All right, I got all those written down real quick. Um, and it oh, also it also uh, displays Fitch's uh, communit communications, so that uh, if <laughs> if you guys would like to uh, communicate with Fitch, uh, you are able to. Um, and you guys can see that nearby there's. Uh, a, a set of lifts that will take you essentially down directly to um, E-Deck. Well, uh, anybody want to do anything before we go there? Maybe we should find those people with combat training he mentioned. <laughs> yes, we probably should. I mean, I have a gun. Do you have a gun? I'm, I have a gun. Um, I've not used it before. I think that qualifies as training. I think we're ready. It was gifted oh. to me by my mom. Oh. Looking for someone with training. Look no further. I like your style. I'm going to just stay behind you if that works. <laughs> there you go. I will protect you, little man. You know, you remind me a lot of my mother. <laughs> well, uh... Thank you. I feel you so know... safe with you. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Much like your mother, I, too, am considered extremely attractive. <laughs> I love it. Ten out of ten. Right. By, by the way, right. I wasn't joking earlier. I might actually pass out to <laughs> It is a lot of air. It does sound pretty brutal. <laughs> I love that. It's a brutal voice for a brutal character. Oh, uh, all right. Well, I mean, I have an engineering toolkit, not an engineering specialty toolkit, just a, just a normal like wrenches <clears throat> and other boring stuff. Um, unless anybody else has any plans, I'm headed to eat deck. Uh, I'll follow behind. Let's right. do it. Drag you guys to the map. All right. Um, I'm gonna 
bring us to the maintenance locker on that deck if there is one. Oh, wait. Yep. Oh, map. All right. I see what's yeah. going on. There's a map. Um, so, uh, in order to get your character, your token, out on the map, um, all you have to do is go over to your uh, huge oh, uh, is go over to in uh, the characters the section that has all of your character sheets. Um, you just basically click and drag uh, your character name out onto the map. Oh, I probably need a. Oh, that thing's huge. Picture, don't I? Yeah, come on, Dan. Can I make that smaller? It's huge. Yeah, I can uh, oh, resize everybody. There we go. It's always really comical when people yes. place their token and then it's like half the map and it's like, whoa! <laughs> whoa. <laughs> All right, so as you guys uh, get down to the lift on E-Deck, um, it comes to a stop and you guys... Uh, as the door kind of, the door like half opens and then stops. Um, and inside, or on the other side of the door rather, um, is just pitch darkness. So it looks like all of the power is completely out on this deck at the moment. All right. I whip out my flashlight. Oh, wait. Can I do that? Can I whip out my flashlight? Yeah, sure. Yeah, it's a 20-foot cone of light. All right. Oh, cool. Um, so there are some panels nearby on the walls, uh, if you guys, like, peek through the door, um, that are on. Um, uh, but other than that, and the flashlight, it is pitch darkness. Um, and as you kind of look out of this lift, uh, you see that there are scattered barrels and boxes lining the lowered floor of the storage chamber. Um, a thick bulkhead to the port side leads farther onto the deck, while a similar bulkhead to the aft connects to an arterial hallway that runs, runs the length of the deck. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Jeez. Android. Yeah, right. So for, for anyone who's actually listening to the podcast version of this, uh, Dan has chosen the Android logo as his Android token. It's incredible. <laughs> Google Android news, the first thing there. Oh, okay. <laughs> of course it was. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> Probably had to dodge around some uh, Android other stuff on uh, from Dragon Ball. Uh, those panels in front of us are they um, any relation to power? Or are they for the lift? Um, you could go ahead and make me either an engineering or computers check. Uh, let's take a look. One sec. Bring up my character <clears throat> sheet again. And Daniel is going to be uh, jumping in just to listen. He's. I'm going to do a computers check. Feel free. 19, yeah. So with a 19, um, you are able to figure out that these, uh, you're able to actually figure out exactly what parts um, of these are related to the power. Um, and you're able to reroute enough power to uh, turn on the lights, essentially. Hey guys, um, watch this. Yeah. <laughs> and all of a sudden, chunk, all the lights turn on. It's moderately bright not really i'll reveal the rest of the room well hey we got that turned on i think our job's done here well maybe we should try and figure out why it was turned off because that was kind of easy um so as you guys turn the lights on you hear the sound of uh very briefly scuffing across on, on, like, metal plates from behind some of these boxes and crates and stuff. 
I know, we love that. Mm. It's a good time. Well, uh... Uh, from behind, like, these... Oops, come on. Oh, right. These boxes here. Uh, well, I'm not squeezing past this big lizard, so well, you better check it out. Yep. Uh, Perusa will draw her long sword. Awesome. Peek around. Okay, so you walk uh, around and down the steps. As you peek around the corner, uh, you see two uh, very terrified-looking human children crouched behind this box, um, and they look up at you, <laughs> eyes wide, as this vesk <laughs> with a long sword towers over them. And God. one of them goes, Oh, I'm sorry! Uh, do I uh, hear that? I'm sorry for what oh, yeah. I am. You hear, the, um, you hear that. Uh, I'm going to rush over there and uh, hopefully can I, can I break in front of you there, Cole, to kind of save the day? <laughs> sure. <laughs> I just kind of like budge my way past uh, and like like action pose stand right in front of this towering lizard looking at these kids. Hey, it's all right. Do you guys know why the lights were off? Uh, um... Just straight well, off. Well, we 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 kind of got 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 stuck 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 down here when um, when the lights turned off, uh, we we were um, well we we were just uh, p p playing with uh, our, our new friend, um, and then the lights turned off. So it wasn't you. No, no, no. The lift turned off too, and the lights turned off, so we couldn't really get back up. Whoa, 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 whoa. Your new friend? Yeah, yeah, yeah but you—he's you, he, uh, not in trouble, is he? No. no. We're just trying to make sure everybody's all right down here. Okay, because like, we don't want Mister Squidgy to get in trouble. That's all. Mister Squidgy? Squidgy, he sounds cool. What's he like? Uh, well, so he's like he's all he's all squidgy and stuff, but you have to promise that he's not in trouble, okay? We're just trying to make sure that everyone is staying safe. They, <laughs> they both, like, get that wide-eyed look again. Kids, where's Mr. Squidgy? Pr promise he's not in trouble. Kids. Can, I, can I lie and say sure? <laughs> you can make me a deception check, sure. Is that bluff? Uh, yeah, yeah, bluff, sorry. That's my D&D... Um, no, you're good. Yeah, they're they're pretty. I mean, they're children, so they you're able to convince them fairly effectively that uh, Mr. Squidgy is indeed not in trouble. Uh, so I tell the kids, yeah, you know, we don't even know who Mr. Squidgy is or what he's like, and we're just trying to get down to the bottom of where the power, why the power's out. And and if he is the reason the power's out, we'll we'll look into that. You know, we'll we'll get through it together. Uh, they both nod, and uh, the one that's been the other one has been like just scared, completely silent. 
Uh, but the one has been speaking, uh, he looks at you and he says, well, uh, he, so, so when we first found Mr. Squidgy, he was really hungry and, and we, 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 he, he didn't want to eat like food, food. So he, he ended up like drinking a, a, a battery. And so we thought it would be good to, you know, give him another one, but he just kind of was still hungry. Ah, got it. Uh, what color? I is love this. Can I ask that? Uh, he's Mr. Squidgy is all sorts of colors. That's why he's Squidgy. Got it. Hey kids, um, there's an elevator. There's a lift right over there. You guys should probably go back to wherever you're supposed to be and set it down here. Um, we're just gonna make sure the power doesn't go out again. Okay, just just as long as Mr. Squidgy isn't in trouble. Uh, and then they both get up. Uh from where they'd been like sitting on the floor uh the one the one who'd been scared uh she runs forward and gives uh bruce a, a hug on the leg <laughs> and she says she looks up at, at bruce and she says you're pretty cool you know you got, you got that big sword and stuff and then she just runs for the door bruce all right too- um like go ahead She's just kind of standing there. Like, she doesn't say anything at first. As the kid runs away, she's like, Thank you. (laughs) Pull out a little piece of cloth and hand it over to Bruce and say, If it touched you, you might want to wipe that off. Yeah, kids are. Uh, Before we go any further, you guys want to. um, I feel like we should probably call uh, Fitch. I mean,. Best to let him know that there yeah. may be Mr. Squidgy at the bottom of all this. Yeah. And he eats batteries, and he's all sorts of colors. I feel like he might be a blob of some sort. Squidgy just kind of gives me that feeling. You gonna uh, radio, radio for Fitch? Yeah. Yeah. Sure, yeah. I'll call him up on my comm unit. Yeah. Uh, it takes a couple of seconds, but eventually he, uh, he answers. Uh, and he says, uh, hello, what can I do for you? Uh, hey, hey, you get to wait. You stop chewing on those wires. Hey, yeah, uh, sorry. Um, so we came down here. We turned the power on really quick, but there were some kids down here. And oh, there they, were um, kids down there. That's dangerous. Yeah, we, we already sent them back, but they told us um, some pretty scary stuff. Uh, apparently, there's a Mr. Squidgy down here, and he eats what? batteries. Yeah, he eats batteries, and uh, um, they've been feeding him batteries. Apparently, he's lots of colors. Don't exactly know what they're what they're talking about. It could be some sort of alien that we brought back from uh, an expedition recently. I don't know exactly what we brought back. I'm that's not really my department, but uh, it, it would probably be you, you know if you could avoid killing whatever it is, that would be best. But um, just if if you can bring it back safely, that would be good. It could be invaluable research. Ah. Uh. Yeah, uh, speaking of which, um, who who is the department for bringing back weird aliens? Uh, that would be, I mean, there's uh, there's the science team, you know, they're usually the ones who go out on these sorts of expeditions. Got it. Uh, they, yeah. they don't happen to be um, uh, it, it nearby on the ship, are they? Uh, I can fi- I can try and find out, but it might take me. A- hey, you you stop that! Come back! No, get away from your sister. 
and you lose signal. Yep. <laughs> All right. Um, I think we should probably try and secure everything down here uh, before we just run off. Any any objections? Uh, my only objection being I have a feeling that this Mr. Squidgy doesn't eat batteries like an RC car. <laughs> I have a feeling he eats them literally. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I think they said uh, he, he drank one. Um, yes. Also, man, those kids got to go. It's a major security hazard. You just got to... Well, yeah, they're, they're already gone. But Fine. Um... No, I mean, like, get them off the ship, man. Find a planet, leave them. <laughs> they're the base version of OSHA. <laughs> yes, uh, it's it's Sposha, Space OSHA. Uh, Isn't there a space version of uh, CPS too? <laughs> SCPS. Uh, you just just take him to Absalom, let him run free. He'll be fine. Okay. Um, so you guys see that this uh, hallway here kind of goes off into the next room, um, which has some uh, looks like tables and equipment in it. Uh, before we go anywhere, uh, can I make a uh, perception check on the room to see if there's any, like, oily residue or anything that would... Uh, yeah, sure, go ahead. Resemble squidgy. <laughs> yeah, resemble Anything squidgy. that appears squidgy? Yes, uh, and that is... Where is, where is perception? Oh, there <laughs> yeah, it is. I for squidginess. There we go. Uh, there's nothing that appears squidgy in this room. Um, cool. All right. With an okay. 18, uh, you do kind of notice that there's like leftover, uh, like fire extinguisher foam, sort of in this area. Um, but hmm. there's nothing like out in the room proper, or that you can see in the other room across the way, uh, that would be described as squidgy. So it's just a mess. Yeah. Do I know of any creature that drinks battery acid or something like that? Have, have I ever heard of any such thing? Um, you can give me a life sciences check to see if you know anything about them. Or and, and, well, I crit failed. Ah, yes. <laughs> um. <laughs> so this, geez, uh, this would be this would be the wild and rare squidgy. Um, they they're they're very squidgy. Clearly, a new life form. All right. Um. Oh, I draw my uh, my tactical pistol. Um, I think we should probably start looking for this thing. Smart thinking. And Brusa will also draw a tactical semi-auto pistol. Well, let's oh, see. You if got we one can... of those two. Dual wielder. <laughs> well, Fitch did want it alive. Um, maybe we can wrangle it somehow. Oh yeah, this is just for self-defense. I mean, oh, you know, what if it attacks us first, kind of thing, right? Then again, threatening posture. Hmm. Maybe we shouldn't have the vest out front. I'll go. I start strolling on down. All right. I'm, I'm I love so the turn. As you, I'm gonna let him pass me. As you walk uh, through this center area here. Um, I need you to make me a uh, a perception check. Just trying to shove through this door. No. 
Oof. So, Brewster, are you walking through at the same time as... Uh, We're just all trying to go through the same door. Are you all walking through at kind of the same time? Yep. Okay. I was going to let them go ahead. Okay. Uh, so, Brusa, you see this coming. Um, but the others, uh, you guys are just kind of walking through this door uh, when all of a sudden you hear a... And the entire area around you gets completely filled with fire extinguisher foam. As as these jets of of foam erupt from the ceiling down at you guys. Oh. This is Um, great. I I can overclock. This is going to help my circuits. I can overclock (laughs) it. So, uh, Brusa, you're able to see this coming and you step out of the way. Um, Dan, what was your character's name again? Sorry. Haywood. Haywood, right. Uh, Haywood and Aisha. Uh, Aisha, go ahead and roll me a perception check as well. Give you a chance to not get foamed. Bam. Alright. So just Haywood. You guys watch as Haywood gets absolutely plastered by (laughs) fire extinguisher foam. Um... Haywood, you uh, you take a minus two penalty to ranged attacks and skill checks for one hour. Oh, sweet! As you get just completely hosed with uh, foam. Oof! Oh, gee. Um, that's fine. I mean, I have I have uh, a hygiene kit on me. Can I like? Wipe that stuff out of his eyes or something. You can you can help him uh, help him clean up a bit. Sure. Yeah, I can help. I'll help him get on his feet at least. Yeah. Oh, you, you yourself are, are looking a little squidgy now. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I, I don't. I don't think this is. I don't think fire extinguisher foam eats battery acid. Maybe that means I can drink batteries now. You know, I've never tried find out. fire extinguisher, no. so I wouldn't know for a fact. It's a really good way to waste 700 credits. True. <laughs> well, let's see what we got in here as I track <laughs> foam. fire extinguisher foam all over the room. That's awesome. 700 credits could buy me a new recording card. <laughs> um, so as you guys walk into the second room, uh, you can see that this is kind of two adjoining chambers. Uh, the first, the one you guys are in right now, uh, has a set of four large containment cells, containment um, capsules, rather. Uh, so these these guys here, uh, three of which contain stasis locked objects, including a tablet, a strange looking curved sword, and an odd spiral of bioluminescent coral. Uh, the fourth capsule has a crack that is leaking fluid, um, and there is a foot wide, cr- uh, basically breach at the bottom of the uh, the capsule. And then oh. there's just some tables and other random whatnot. Do you think this was where perhaps Mr. Squidgy was before? So, uh, so that's something else. Uh, can I ask, um, can communists be used to send, like, just text messages yeah, rather than sure. having to voice call people all the time? Sure. Cool. I'm, I'm, I'm just going to send an update to, uh, to Fitch. It's like, uh, here, I'll actually type it in chat. That works. Hole in containment jug thing. Can I attach a picture? 
Yeah, you, you can. <laughs> yeah, picture basically cat. cell phones, right? Watch this dude. Watch <laughs> Fitch leave you on red. Yeah, he's probably gonna. But like, at least I'm like pushing up information. Uh, uh, oops, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, I just sent him that message and okay. look at this breach containment. Okay. Uh, you get a message back a couple of... So it's, it's going to be a few minutes. Um, oh, yeah. So what are you guys going to do, I guess, in the meantime? I want to study that uh, coral that was in there and see if there's any, like, connection to anything that maybe I would know if it's... Um, or if it's just entirely alien. I'm just fascinated by yeah, it. Yeah, sure. Uh, go ahead and make me a life sciences check. Oh, God. I'm so good at these. <laughs> Uh, 13. Um, I mean, you've seen coral before, um, but this is glowing coral. So this is like, and it's, it doesn't just glow in one shade. It glows in a couple of different shades kind of in sequence. Um, and yeah, it's very pretty. Uh, so I'm, I'm looking at this, um, <clears throat> oh, go ahead. Oh, you're good. I was just clearing my throat. Uh, I'm going to look at this, uh, the breach containment cylinder thing. Mm -hmm. Does it have like a data panel on it or any form of like control pad or anything that could provide um, any information? Yeah, so it has a panel on it, um, but it looks like the panel has, so it looks like the unit has lost power, essentially. Mm -hmm. uh, can I try to make a check of some sort to uh, you see if can, I can turn make it a computers or engineering check to try and see if you can figure out how to uh, power the unit i'm gonna try engineering this time <clears throat> um so it looks like whatever caused this has pretty much completely drained whatever was powering this containment unit essentially ah hey uh guys uh i think i know how the uh the blob there broke out or not blob but mr squidgy there we go huh. i would like to so as, as i'm coming over uh, to check that out i'd like to look and see was the glass broken out or did the glass break in uh the glass broke out okay so mr squidgy broke out he wasn't broken out yes yeah he, he definitely drained the battery for the thing while he was in it or something and then when it lost the containment he just kind of broke out can I can I take a look inside the containment container? Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, and after a couple of moments, Aisha, you get a ding on your uh, your comm unit uh, that is a response back that says, "Well, that's a new one. Please be careful, okay?" Um. So, hey, would you want to look at the inside of the capsule? Yeah. Anything going on in there? Any... Uh, go ahead and make me a perception check. That's a fail. <laughs> Man. Two for two. Yes. Yeah, this, uh, this, this, yeah, this jar, is this capsule is made out of capsule. Um, it's got glass and metal 
Um, there's glass and metal on the inside. Whatever was inside it is no longer inside it. Well, guys, this is definitely a containment capsule. No <laughs> doubt about it. Couldn't be anything else. Uh, I do observation. How thick is the glass on the capsule? Um, it is. It looks like it's fairly th- like these are not meant to contain like you know incredibly strong things. It looks like it may have been reinforced by some sort of energy, but when it was drained by whatever was inside, uh, it became okay. easier to break out. Okay. I uh, just trying to gauge what kind of a threat we're up against here. I don't think it's a big threat. If it was playing with kids, it can't be all that bad. Um, can I look around the room and see if I see any, like... Uh, computers, terminals, data pads, any, anything that we could get some more information from? Uh, so it looks like in this room, uh, there are no terminals. This looks to have mostly been like storage uh, slash work, work tables. Um, but if when you like walked in, had you glanced down like this hallway here, uh, you would have been able to see in the other room that there were terminals. I didn't even know there was another room over there. Oh, yeah, I'll reveal that. These are hallways. Oops, you would have seen in like that. <clears throat> well, there's nothing in here. Uh, I'm fully expecting, like, getting on the comm logs and, like, Mewtwo Strikes Back style with the scientists. We created the strongest Pokemon type thing. <laughs> hey, Ifrit, you want to come with me and check out these terminals that I walked by earlier? Um, I have an editor, um, so I'm not the best with um, computers, but I can certainly try. <laughs> oh, I mean, I'm pretty good with computers. I just don't want to you know, go down there alone. My mom's my editor. Oh, yeah, that's cool. Uh, She's my biggest yeah. fan. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm going to start making my way down this way. Making, making my way downtown. downtown. Thank you. <laughs> uh, so luckily, this room doesn't appear to have some sort of malfunctioning uh, firefighting equipment in it. Oh yeah, didn't uh, even so check when I walked through that door at all. Didn't care. be safe for now. Um, so I'll go ahead and reveal... Hi, Sam. My cat's like, Meow. pay attention. Pay attention to me. Um, so you walk into this room, uh, and you see that there are indeed computers here. However, uh, as soon as you walk in, you and cross like this threshold here, you instantly feel heavier. Um, it's as if the ship's artificial gravity in this room has been turned up by a not insignificant amount. Ugh. I think I've got some indigestion. <laughs> yeah, it just does not feel good. Yeah, my, my stomach feels weird now. Oof. Um, um, so, you see a bunch of com- computer terminals in this room. Uh, some tables, desks, a beach ball, um, and some trash cans and that sort of stuff. Beach ball? Yes, there's a beach ball on one of the tables. Interesting. Uh, I'm going to lean over and whisper to Ifrit. Uh, hey, uh, remember how those kids said something multicolored? Oh, yes, like a beach ball. Yeah, um, let's just... Beach balls tend to be static. Yeah, keep an eye on that for me, will you? 
I lock eyes and stare, like <laughs> lean in with his beach bubble. You don't know. <laughs> know that the beach ball has no eyes to lock on to, yeah. but if there's like a dot in the center, the beach what ball blinks. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, shit. You, you lock eyes with the beach ball. Uh, I didn't necessarily mean that close. I just meant like, you know, make sure it didn't like jump out at us. But oh, uh, okay. you have okay. fun with that. Well, I'm going to go look at these computers. Okay, you do, do that. I'm going to keep watch over this. Just beach ball just sits there. Uh, all right. Um, going up to these computers, are, are they working? Uh, they appear to be working, correct. All right. Uh, well, uh, what information can I give from what kind of computers are they engineering? Uh, uh, these look to be mostly engineering, so functions related, that sort of stuff. Oh, cool. Uh, can I start looking for the gravity controls? Uh, yeah, go ahead and make me a computers or engineering check. Computers check. Too uh, easy. Computers, yeah. Oof. Um, these ones look uh. to be laid out a little differently than what you're used to, uh, so you're unable to really like pinpoint exactly where the artificial gravity settings would be. Oh, yeah, this is like a Yusoki computer. Uh, whatever. Uh... <laughs> yeah. No, no, it's running uh, Windows 98. Oh, oh no. No search oh. bar. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, that's the problem there. No search bar. Uh, is that <laughs> localized to this computer area where I'm at? Or is it uh, Yeah. all of them? They they all appear to be similar sort of a deal, yeah. All engineering. Yeah. I want to like because the gravity is a little heavier. I want to test the theory of like hitting a ball in lower gravity and seeing if like because normally you'd expect like a beach ball to bounce <clears throat> right. a little bit when you like hit it. I'd be curious to see what kind of happens. So I feel like uh, Ifrit will do that. Oh no! So you go to how 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 are you going to hit the beach ball? I guess probably like an underhanded type. Okay. He's not. He's he's pretty athletic. I feel like he's lanky, but That's fair. I feel like he's played some some sand space volleyball. So you uh, kind of like wind up to to bump the uh, the beach ball, um, and the beach ball turns into a table lamp and walks Whoa. walks uh, a couple of feet to the side to avoid getting hit. I didn't know we were playing prop hunt. This is awesome. Cool. Hey, Ifrit, uh, don't hit the glowy, not glowy, but rainbow The ball color. just turned uh, into a lamp. Yeah, um, just stay calm. Don't, don't, don't try to hit it. I knew there was something wrong about that ball. Uh, <laughs> oh, Mr. Squidgy. Yeah, I think Can that, I, like... I think we found Mr. Squidgy. Uh, hey, Mr. Squidgy! Can I approach this uh, lamp kind of calmly? I'm going to holster my pistol that I've had out this entire time. Yeah, go ahead and make me a diplomacy or sense motive check. Anyone who's kind of trying to interact with Mr. Squidgy. Let's not crowd him. So I have a quick question rules-wise. Yes. So because <clears throat> I'm a envoy, I have expertise with sense motives. So I get to roll a D6. Am I able to go ahead and do that? Yeah. Uh-oh. 
Yep. I'll do mine real quick because you told me to. Yeah, good. You're good. Oh, wow. 22. Also, uh, it says my connection to the server has been interrupted. Yeah, my, my right. good on you guys. So. Yeah, you. you uh -oh. Let's give. And I still see all you guys fine. Yeah, I can still see and hear. Mine's back. It's probably just roll twenty doing stuff. Yeah. Hey, there, there we go. There we go. Okay. Um. All right. Cool. So I still haven't. Uh, what did you roll, Aisha? Twenty-two. Okay. It still hasn't shown up in the chat bar for me but that's okay um yeah so <clears throat> there it is 22 21 a nine from brusa um that's kind of expected brusa you see this uh table lamp uh as you kind of like approach and the others approach um it goes from being a table lamp to a buzzsaw and like goes across the table and stops directly in front of uh Ifrit. Oh no. Um, hey everybody yeah, everybody calm down. Oh uh -oh. no sudden movements. <laughs> is it a multicolored buzzsaw? It is, yes. That's awesome. <laughs> um I wanna like try to deftly maneuver around the sharp end of the buzzsaw and grab like the handle um like gingerly not like yeah. forcefully to like kind of clutch him close and be like it's okay as you go to pick it up um it turns into a uh, black cat with oh, uh, six legs and four eyes and it just kind of rubs on you Aww. Oh. Oh, you're a cute little thing. Cool. Uh, I'm going to send another text to uh, uh, Fitch real quick. That's his name, right? Yes. Yeah, Fitch. I'm going to take a pic quick picture of this cat that's rubbing on uh, Ifrit here. And uh, um, hey, we found. Ifrit, do I have do enough time have... to do that? Uh, yeah. Ifrit, do you have anything on you that has batteries? I have a petrol container on my back. No. Mr. Squiddy doesn't care about petrol. <laughs> I feel like the only thing would probably be my comms. Okay. Um, you notice after a couple of moments of Mr. Squidgy rubbing on you, uh, your comms unit stops working. Oh, I must have, uh, must have forgot to charge it. Uh, well. It's to the best of us. <laughs> docile, at least. Um... I'm going to take a few steps back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> I'm not extremely uncomfortable. Yeah, it's a good thing I'm a human. Jesus. Um, well. And after you, you notice that after your comms unit stops working, um, the cat turns back into a table lamp and stops moving. Okay. Uh, so I'm able to like carry it still. It does not change forms when you pick it up. Okay, cool. Um, it seems satiated at the moment. Um, yeah. Do you want to take this back to Fitch? I don't think we should go anywhere with that thing at all. Um, it seems friendly. 
Well, yes, but we probably shouldn't go parading through the ship with it, especially if it's contained where it is now. Who knows well, what it could you... do if it... But did you see how cute it was? That thing's a murderer. <laughs> but murderer? Hold on. Murderer. It had... All right, so all right, everybody just so it um it eats power, right? Like uh you know, you were just on your phone earlier for it, and now you're talking about it being dead, and uh, yeah, that was a little power odd, right? Was, power was off down here. Uh, they said it eats batteries. I don't think it's a good idea to start taking it around the ship. Are um, there are there stairs? That we can take. That's not a lift. Uh, there was just the lift that you're aware of, and you you get a message um, a couple minutes later that basically is telling you to bring it up. Uh, all right. <clears throat> um. <laughs> so I want to go. I'm just, and she's just sitting there thinking, uh, rubbing her chin real good. Y'all, y'all take it up. Uh, I'll get, I'll get the next lift. <laughs> I. Uh... It's kind of a long ride. Are you sure? Oh, oh, yeah. I, I'm, I'm positive. <laughs> Don't laugh. It's my life. It's All right. Uh, what were you going to say, Bursa? Oh, I was going to say I want to go back out to these other containment units, and um, I, are these other containment units still working? Yeah, they're all still powered. All right, um, let's, uh, if you keep a good hold on that thing, let's, uh, give a good, not tight hold, uh, careful. Um, Fitch wants us to bring it back up, uh, to the science team that wants to look at it. Um, I carry it gingerly like the dad in a Christmas story or whatever that movie is with the leg lamp. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Uh, sorry. I, the uh, other one was a tablet. Yes. That's what I thought. Like a stone tablet, not a... Uh... Oh, not like an iPad? <laughs> yeah, it doesn't have an iPad in there. Uh, so... I'm can I, I'm going to take a look at this door before I walk through it. Does not appear to have a fire extinguisher. Cool. Uh, I'm going to start making my way back towards the elevator. Or lift, my bad. Hey, uh, Ifrit, we should probably bring that um, Mr. Squidgy uh, back up to the science team that wants to see it. Absolutely. So, so what's that sword look like? <laughs> uh, the sword, it's really, it's kind of strange looking. Um, it looks to have an almost like, it, it looks vaguely alive, question mark. Um, <clears throat> it, it's definitely not like any sort of sword you've seen before. It's very elegant, but it has kind of a biological look to it. So I uh, don't want to interrupt, but uh, before I go through this door, uh, I'm going to look for the fire extinguishers again. Uh, it appears to be uh, deactivated for the time being. I uh, full sprint through the door. <laughs> yep. You almost uh, slip um, <laughs> oh, in the yeah. leftover foam, but you managed to catch yourself. Ooh. Uh, all right. Uh, I think it's off. You're probably good. Just be careful of the foam. Is there maybe... Right. Go ahead. Uh, 
Bruce is going to call out to the rest of them, um, Aisha and Ifrit, um, who are carrying the thing. I'm not touching uh, that thing. Maybe there's a way we could put it back in one of these containment units. It doesn't have to stay there forever. It just has to stay there long enough for us to kill. I mean, for us to go up top and tell him about it. Yeah, well, uh, Fitch, the the guy we're trying to impress, he uh, he wants his science team to look at it, and uh, well, I don't think that's the smartest idea. It's uh, we're, we're trying to appease uh, the big names. I say we just take it up quick yeah. enough, uh, keep a real tight grip on it, don't let it get away because it seems like it has to touch something yeah. uh, energy from it, right? Yeah. So just don't let it touch the edge of the lift. Yeah. And uh, I'd uh, I'd pet it very carefully too, you know, while we're going up. Keep and it. By, keep it by it will be good. I mean, you'll be good. Yeah. All right. Uh, any objections? Oh yeah, you can. I guess you could take the next lift up there. Uh, that, that's the all right. All right. Um, oh, down. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. Yeah, we should probably go up in pairs. Yeah, kind of long lift ride. I'm sure it'll be fine. Yeah, I'm better safe than sorry. You know, I've, you know, I bet if you want railing like here, I've got biological right. components. I guess. If I was a gambling man, I'd be willing to bet that Mr. Squidgy could take that sword and that tablet if we really wanted to to unlock those containers. But that doesn't seem like something we should do. Yeah, no, let's not steal from wayfinders. All right. So you guys head on, back up? Uh, I am. <laughs> Whether or not anybody else is, I'm getting in this dang elevator. Uh, I will. If if Haywood is is actually waiting for the next lift, uh, I will wait with him. All right, Haywood. Yeah, I'll wait. All right, cool. Uh, so you guys get up top uh, without any real issue. Um, and then the lift, uh, you guys see that it kind of starts glowing. He, yes, we're splitting the party. It'll be great. Suddenly, there's 10,000 Mr. Squidgies. Oh, okay. uh. <laughs> All of them rubbing on Haywood. Uh. <laughs> um, no, you guys are able to get back up top uh, pretty easily. Um, and as you guys arrive, uh, Fitch is waiting for you uh, in the flesh. Uh, they're a harried-looking rat person. Um with kind of just shaggy looking hair. They look like they've kind of been run ragged. Um, and as you guys get back up, uh, they they welcome you guys back and they say, uh, oh, thank you. It took, that was not quite what I was expecting, but at least you're able to rescue the children. Um, uh, the, uh, the children's parent wanted me to uh, give you some sort of token of thanks. So, I will have something uh, to give you in addition to uh, the cred stick. Um, and he hands you a, a cred stick uh, with 400 credits on it, as well as a Mark I Ring of Resistance. <laughs> Is that just one cred stick of 400? Yes, one cred stick of 400 credits. Yeah, 100 each. All right. Um, hey, uh, 
before Fitch runs off, can I, is he already gone? No, he's still there. Uh, yeah, just be careful with that thing and uh, anything that has power. Like, definitely try to keep it in an analog cage that isn't made out of plastic. Oh, I'm sure we can do something about it. I will make sure that it gets to our science team and they are able to figure out uh, just what this little creature is. Um, and Fitch is, like, petting the lamp. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> hey, uh... Yeah, by the way, uh, the uh, gravity down on E-Deck uh, in the engineering room, I think, it's really high for some reason. Might send somebody to check that out. Oh, I will I will make sure to do that. Thank you. I appreciate it. And I will make sure to uh, tell Guidance that you are able to do what I asked of you. Sweet. And uh, Fitch, Fitch heads off pretty quickly. Uh, you see that there's like a couple of Yusoki uh, children that are, like, hiding around a corner behind Fitch. Um, and as soon as Fitch turns around, they go, like, sprinting down a hallway, uh, running away from Fitch. <laughs> All right, then. So you guys oh, are... Discover him problem. Yes. Nice. Dang, kids. Um, so you guys are currently on the uh, Master of Stars and the Armada. Uh, you have fulfilled your uh, requirements with the Wayfinders, so that leaves you with the Acquisitives, the Data Files, and the Exo Guardians. Cool. Well, before we set off, um, who's getting this Ring of Resistance? Anybody want it? Smell that, boys. Smells like a roll-off. <laughs> You could do, we could do a roll-off for anyone who wants it if there's multiple people. Well, I'm, I'm seriously asking, because, like... You know. I don't think, um, I don't think, um, Ifrit would want it. Yeah, because I'm, I'm very soft. I'm kind of asking for myself. I'll take it. Huh. I mean, if... Actually, if, yeah, if no, it does make sense. Possible. You're going to be, you're going to be the tank, so you should probably have the most resistance. Yeah, you'll, you'll be our bullet sponge. Here you go. There we go. I just like 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 does the like the the coin the coin, coin flip, toss flick flick. Yeah, it nice. flicks the ring to uh to the big lizard. Uh, go ahead, Bruce, uh, and make me a uh... <laughs> yes toss. Gosh dang it! <laughs> oh man, uh, Bruce, uh, go ahead and make me a toss a coin to your lizard get bonus kac i love you thank you um, go ahead and get make me a uh i don't know a perception check to try and catch it as it flips through the air and keep your eye on it all right oh yeah you're nice. able to yeah. you're able to very like smoothly smoothly catch the uh the ring as it flips through the air that was high risk too we're on a steel grade uh we would have had to get a quite long coat hanger to get that if it would have fallen <laughs> uh, and yes yeah, so that leaves you guys with uh three remaining groups to uh seek out all right let's get back on that shuttle and uh see if we can head back to absalm yeah it, it starts taking you as soon as you guys are on board and settled it starts taking you back toward absalom station uh, in flight, um, I'm going to head up to that door again. And, uh, is there is, like a, a pad next to it, or is it just a normal is, lock? There uh, is some sort of a keypad slash access pad um, 
next to the door, yes. And how long is the flight? Just just out of curiosity. Fairly short. Mm. Not not too long. Ah, uh, I'm not gonna mess with it. I'll sit back down again. Is there like uh, charging pads or anything on this vessel? Yeah, I would think that there would be. Okay, I'll put my comms unit on there and try to get at least like five percent, ten percent. Yeah, you're able to you're able to get some charge again after uh, Mr. Squidgy squidged it. I still can't believe I left my phone unplugged. I always plug it in at night, but I must have forgot. <laughs> yeah, uh, and as soon as you as soon as it like comes back on, uh, you see that you are late on more drama. Um, no, that, that Vesk makeup artist has been arrested. Ooh. Oh man! Didn't even I get to make a podcast about it. No, I didn't even get to make my episode going over it. Yep, they've been arrested. All right, who are we going to next, guys? Um, so again, you oh. have the Inquisitives, the Data Files, and the Exo Guardians. I kind of want to talk to these Exo Guardian guys. I think I feel like they like guns. Yeah, Bruce, so you were down for that, right? Yeah. The Exo Guardians sound pretty cool. Eifert, what do you think? Uh, we are going to talk to all of them anyway, so that's fine by me. All right, let's do it. Right. Yeah. Um, so as you guys like are approaching the docking bays again, um, rather than going to the one you were going to previous or you came from, uh, it looks like they must have some sort of like either either. Um, Guidance is, is, you know, piloting the ship herself or something along those lines because instead of taking you guys to the one you left from, um, which is by the Lorespire Complex, this one takes you uh, to an area of the station uh, known as Downlow. Ooh. Mm. Sounds like my kind of place. I wonder why they call it. It's right it. next to uh, Too Slow. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> got him. Got him. Damn. Fucking got him. <laughs> Um, so, as you guys, uh, land, um, you see Guidance is waiting for you, um, at, like, a projector that is projecting off the side of the shuttle. Um, and she says, I have heard about your, uh, success with the Wayfinders and appreciate your work to help them out. Uh, Zigvigix is, uh, going to be... Uh, she gives you the coordinates, basically, for a local park um, in the Downlow, and that is where you'll be meeting with uh, Zigvigix to uh, to basically figure out uh, what you'll be doing to help the Exo Guardians. Um, and she informs you that uh, Zigvigix is a Shirin. Cool. Uh, so I'm actually from Absalom. Uh do I know of the Downlow and the park and stuff that we're going to specifically? Yeah. Um, so Downlow is kind of a poor but fairly trendy neighborhood. Um, mm-hmm. It's it's not like it's it's not like where the most happening people are. It's not where Ifrit's um, Ifrit's uh, celebrities are going to be. Um, but for the working class uh, folks, it tends to be a pretty decent spot. It's not like a heavily dangerous sort of a place, um, but it is known for being a little less up and coming. I think uh, I think the real world equivalent is a red light district. Ish. <laughs> yeah. uh, all right. Yeah. All right. Um, 
I know the place. Oh yeah, I, I I think I've been there. I've been there a couple times. Yeah, I don't know much about the park specifically, but yeah, I'll show you guys there. Follow me. Uh, you guys are able to find the park pretty easily, um, and as you kind of approach, you can see there's quite a bit of garbage uh, littering the ground. Uh, it's it's actually an art park, um, so it's a cement lot filled with varying undulating metal sculptures. Uh, covered in graffiti. Um, all the graffiti depicts like these really grotesque but somehow adorable creatures. Um, you can hear music and chatter drifting from nearby clubs, uh, clubs that are uh, occasionally interrupted by the roar of, of uh, local gangsters' engines as they uh, rumble by. Um, and as you guys approach the park, uh, you can see a heavily augmented host Sheeran. Uh, sitting in one of the park benches, eating a simple meal of uh, cold grub noodles and rice candy. Mm, As you approach, uh, their antennae pick up uh, the tremor of your footsteps, and they kind of perk up in your direction. Um, (laughs) And you all hear um, the Sheeran's voice telepathically projecting into your head, uh, since Sheeran's are telepathic. Uh, you hear uh, you hear them say, "Ah, welcome, new Starfinders, and congratulations." My speech name is Zigvigix, but feel free to call me Ziggy if that would be easier for you. Uh, please come have some rice candy to celebrate your graduation. Today's your big day, and um, he offers you uh, some of the rice candy that he'd been munching on. Many thanks. I will definitely take one. Mom always said it was uh, impolite to refuse uh, food offering from friends, so uh, bottoms up. <laughs> ah, it is uh, Bru- good to Bruce always have new in. friends. Bruce will reach in and like take too long digging through with her giant claws and just kind of <laughs> finally pick one out. <laughs> Ziggy's antennae are like pointing down and like watching you the entire time. <laughs> ah, I'm glad yeah. that you found one you liked. After I see that, I'm gonna say, you know, I'm I'm good. They're all exactly the same. <laughs> They're all exactly the same. I say, I'm good, but but thanks, I appreciate. Oh, this is fair. Would you uh, would you prefer a, uh, uh, a a grub noodle instead, then, my my android friend? A grub. Noodle. Yes. I know I would. I'm going to go on a limb and say that uh, I appreciate the offer, but no. <laughs> uh, he offers Aisha grub noodle. I, I take it gladly and scarf it down. How bad is it? Uh, I mean, it's Sheeran food, so it's like... Eh, it's not bad. <laughs> I mean, other yeah. other species eat Sheeran food, too, so it's not horrible. It's definitely the I... texture's a little... Eh. A perplexed face just covers <laughs> just, just com- complete, like, exactly how I sound right now, unable awesome. to put the, put the words <laughs> into their mouth on how, how this thing tastes or feels in their mouth. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's... Mm, thanks. <laughs> um, so then Zigvigix, uh, Ziggy Slime allows you... <laughs> yes. Uh, he allows you to, to finish your snacks, um, and then he says, uh, When you are ready, I have technically two assignments that I could use assistance with. One is much smaller than the other, though. Um, 
the first, the most important one, uh, is to help me, uh, <laughs> yes, tastes a little squidgy. Uh, the first one, the most important one, is to help me secure a new headquarters on Absalom Station. I've been in talks with our station's protectors, the stewards, and they were kind enough to give us ownership of a warehouse here in Downlow for the purpose. The current owners no longer want it because it may or may not have been taken over by a vicious alien that kills anyone who goes inside. Once the alien is gone and the warehouse cargo has been returned to its current owners, we can start installing desks and computers, so please go in and incinerate the creature. When you, when you say incinerate, I do mean incinerate. Will you be providing that object that does said incinerating? Uh, unfortunately, I cannot provide any sort of object that does incinerating, but uh, I'm sure you have your ways of taking care of things like that. Do you have access to more petrol? I could. I have the credits, of course. Perhaps procure some, but uh, it might take me a little while. But anyways, before we get too in-depth talking about flamethrowing devices, um, does uh, does this alien have a name, face, that anything oh, we well, could know about him? Uh, the creature is, uh, it's known as a feather stalker. Uh, it's a rather large and unpleasant creature made of, uh, well, little more than limbs and feathers, but they're quite dangerous. I'm sure you'll be able to handle them, though being new Starfinders and all. Sure. Uh, do I know what a Feather Stalker is? Uh, anyone who wants to see if they know what this is, go ahead and make me a uh, a uh, life sciences check. If There's the name no conventions are like no whoever came up with Grub Noodle, then I'm, I'm guessing we've got a pretty good idea of what it is. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm not even... I feel like Ifrit would not know what it is, so I don't even think um, you really... I'm going to give Aisha a shot at it. Yeah. There's an 18 for you. Um, Haywood, you know a little bit about these creatures. Um, they pretty much are just limbs and feathers with teeth. Um, they're bitey. They're mean. They are fairly dangerous. Um, Aisha, they are stabby, stabby feather things. Uh, yeah. Got it. Uh-huh. Yeah, all right. Uh, do I know if they're... Uh, I know this is asking a bit much, but do I know if they're uh, sentient or not? Or if they're just kind of... I mean, they alive? are... They are... intelligent, but I wouldn't say they're uh, like you and I are. They're animals. Ah, animals. I gotcha. They're uh, space assholes. I gotcha. Uh, the, well? The second assignment... <clears throat> uh, he says and kind of uh, twitches his tooth barbs for a moment and then uh, holds out a cred stick to you guys. Uh, I would appreciate it if uh, you would buy me uh, the brand new Strawberry Machine Cake album, Star Sugar Heart Love, which is out today. And give it, <laughs> give it to Historia 7 when you see her. She's the head of the data files, so you should meet her today. I, I would do it myself, but I have... Trouble standing for long periods of time. I love this. <laughs> uh, Star Sugar Heart Love. Yeah, so the band's name is Strawberry Machine Cake. 
Strawberry Machine Cake. And the album name is Star Sugar Heart Love. Cool, I got it. Well, uh, do I know of any uh, music stores that we can oh, stop yeah, there, by? There's and... places around here that would um, that would sell it. It's not so. This is one of those things that like people wait in line for that sort of a deal, um, and it is not released yet. Essentially. Oh. Hmm. How much is the credit stick for? Um, the cred stick. I'm looking. Mm-hmm. Um, I am going to say that the cred stick is going to be a total of 100 credits, um, which is essentially enough to buy a copy, two copies, rather, of uh, the album. So are these, like, physical copy, copies? Or yes, they like these are drive? physical copies. These are limited edition physical copies of oh, the album. Oh, man. I was just going to go on Space Pirate Bay and download it. <laughs> um... Uh. All right, well, let's, uh, let's go eradicate a feathery, stabby thing. Any any objections? Zero. Sounds good to me. All right. Um, if, you guys, if you guys don't want to wait in line, um, I could go get that album while you uh, address that. Um, seems, uh, yeah. You don't want to go fight the creature made of limbs and teeth? <laughs> um, uh, um, not particularly. It'll be good. It'll put some hair Bing. in your chest. Wait, does your species have hair on? Yes. Chest? He uh <laughs> he like does the he like pulls. He's got a uh, button up shirt, so he has to button unbutton the first couple buttons, and he looks underneath his undershirt, and you see his two single chest hairs. Just <laughs> scraggly long chest hairs. Well, get I ready for it. number three, Mister. <laughs> You're gonna fight a uh, 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 feather eater or whatever it's called. Ugh. A feather stalker, he feather said. Stalker, that's the one. I feel like feather eater is less intimidating. <laughs> yeah, I guess stalker's pretty. Uh... Yeah. All right. Well, let's uh, let's take a hike to this uh, warehouse and uh, let's knock on the door. Let's start off by knocking on the door. Let's not, you know, be rude. Maybe maybe it'll leave on its own accord. I doubt I it. I, I don't shoot it, but, you know. I don't think it cares about our manners. I think it will just try to kill us. Well, yeah, but that's, that's at least, you know, you can't go into every situation guns blazing. Maybe when it sees our large and incredibly gorgeous Vesque friend here, it will change its mind. You know what? I do think that's a good idea. Uh, Bruce, you should probably put that ring of resistance or ring of resistance on and uh, you knock on the door. <laughs> so, right. as, as you guys kind of like make your way to this warehouse... Um, you see that station security increases as you approach. Um, and by the time you get to the warehouse proper, uh, there's a fairly heavy, nervous-looking security presence outside. Um, like, people, that they're, they're standing near the door, but not quite close to the door. How heavily armed and armored are these security dudes? Uh, they look to be fairly typical station security, so they're not particularly, like, 
They're not they're not meant for like fighting fighting. They're meant for handling Peace criminals. Yeah. yeah. So they got like <clears throat> tactical pistols like us and stun batons that kind fairly, of thing. Yes, fairly low powered weaponry, fairly light armor. Alright. Um Um and you I'm... see a a Vesk kind of like approaches you guys as you walk up. Um, and he looks at you and he says, uh, you probably don't want to, don't want to be here. This is I take a uh, not swift too much action. of a place for, uh, for civilians. I take a swift action and show him the, uh, uh, shoot. Uh, the, uh, implant? Implant, yes. The oh, you're, implant. uh, you're with them, they're Starfindy people, eh? Yeah. Indeed we are. Starfinders. We're here to handle a feathery problem. I I mean, okay, but, uh, you know, you should be careful in there. We've already had uh, (coughs) two of our our number get impaled while they were trying to get it out of there earlier. So, uh, you know, just exercise caution and all that. Um, uh, Impaled? Uh, Yes, impaled. Uh... Everyone, you know what doesn't have as high of a chance of getting impaled? Standing in line for Strawberry Machine Cake's newest album, Star Sugar Heart Love. You know what I should be doing? I think I'm just going to go tend to that. You know what? I think that it probably is for the best, Erifrit. Uh You're kind of soft and squishy. You should probably, yeah, ha- have fun with that if you want to. If you don't, in the glory of battle, then by all means... Go buy your music. I hand no, him the credit stick. Let me. I even hand it to him. I like stuff it into his chest. <laughs> I've read. If you leave, you will never live down the shame. Well, I suppose you right. put it that way. Uh, ho- hold on. I I just want to make this clear. Remember earlier when I said we're trying to appease the names. Him doing that is a really big part of that, so we should probably just let him, you know, do that. Because that might help us out a lot. That, that's fine, but I don't want you, Ifrit, be a slave to your emotions. Do you, what? Do you, what? I don't want that for you. you. I don't want your fear. I told you. I want you to be strong. You know what? Hey, would you're right. I was nervous when I made my first podcast episode. I didn't think anyone would like me. You know, we're going to go kill this thing. Let's let's do this. Hey, I, I, Put my hand on his shoulder, get uncomfortably close and say, yes. Yes. It's a good thing my mom bought me these frag grenades and I pull out three <laughs> frag grenades. Can I, can I kind of roll for a hit on a facepalm? Uh, the facepalm succeeds. You don't even have to roll. You uh, you <clears throat> had those frag grenades this whole time. Uh, yes, I did. Congratulations! I, I, You're going in first. Let's do it. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I, hold on. Before we go in there, I you literally grab Ifrit by the collar as you start to walk towards the door. Um, I turn to the vest and I say, "Hey, <clears throat> um, is there a chance you can spare one of your guards to?" Uh, at least watch the door while we're in there. I mean, we can all watch the door from right where we are. You do understand the need for direct support, right? Uh, yep. Yep. Uh-huh. 
Top All draws right. are still important, yeah. I, I mean, you're you're Starfinders, so I, I think you should be able to handle this. You're a little more, uh, you know, better equipped to handle uh, murderous beasts than, you know, we are. <coughs> All right. Zigvigix will probably hear about uh, your pussyfooting. I don't know who that uh, is, but okay. And then I'd just kind of carry on without any, uh, just straight towards the door. Not, not turn away and keep going towards the door. Right. Nonchalant as possible. Fair enough. The rest of you guys going? I uh, I look, I kind of like whisper to the, the Vesk and say, you're doing a great job. <laughs> oh, thank you, little buddy. Um, <laughs> so I will drag I, you guys I, to the map. Out my gun and pistol and sword. And so, yeah, that's probably a good idea. Pull out my gun and my flashlight too. Best to be prepared before we go into the unknown. Exactly. Incredible. I've got a grenade drawn. <laughs> Awesome. I love it. All you have? Uh, I've got my gun and my petrol tank on my back. How many of those things did your mom buy for you? No, don't answer. <laughs> the grenades or the petrol? <laughs> All of the above. Well, my mom bought me the three grenades. I bought I bought the, the flame pistol because I thought that was pretty cool. And then she said that I need these. So she bought me the three frag grenades on my 1,000... On my 1,000 credit allowance. Jesus. Wow. Your mom sounds like a badass woman. Does she want to help us out here? Yeah. Your mom bought you grenades? That's pretty sick. I told my mom I was going to be a pat. Oh, she was dead anyways. Yeah, she's editing my, my latest episode to drop tonight. Unfortunately, um, it's old news, so I'm probably not going to get very many listens. But, but have you heard of anyways? We're I bring him up to speed about the makeup artist as I'm, uh, like, oh, shaking awesome. with my grenades in my hand. Yeah, awesome. no, just call, call him down, all right? We put the grenade down for a sec. Uh, <clears throat> that feathery, stabby thing is, you know, somewhere in here, and we're kind of standing in this doorway. Okay. Um, so as you guys make your way into the warehouse proper, um, <clears throat> you can see that... It, it's fairly dim. It's lit, um, but it is fairly dim. I don't know why I hid the map, but uh, I'll go ahead and reveal everything here. Um, bloop. There we go. So, there is a raised catwalk uh, that goes all the way around uh, the edges. That's 15 feet off the ground. Uh, the ceiling itself is 30 feet high. Um, there are a bunch of crates scattered around, uh, that are all five feet tall. Um, there is some sort of like a shuttle-like vehicle parked, um, uh, a variety of, um, scattered junk across the floor that looks like it might be a little bit difficult to walk through, uh, and just some cylindrical containers as well in, in small rows, uh, as well as, uh, a very large pit um, in the floor. Well, then. Currently, you, there right. appears to be no, like, movement or or sound. Hey, um... 
This is uh, this is gonna be in character, so I apologize. Hey, uh, Android guy, uh, you got a gun? I do. Uh, how good are you with it? Um, I've killed my share of humans. Cool. Uh, oh, uh, uh, all right. You mind uh, hopping up on the catwalk and getting the overlook while uh, the rest of us check this room out? Why are we expecting more humans? I'm just, uh, I'm just messing <laughs> with you. I'm messing with you. Come on, I know you're a human. I would never, ever. <laughs> yeah, to, to I would. I would never do that. Yeah, I'll go up on the catwalk. Aisha kind of steps a little bit closer to the desk. That's a Brusa. Piper's got bug eyes too. He's like, okay, I'm up here. I've got a great right. view of the whole room and everyone in it. <laughs> I'm just uh, yeah, that's not terrifying at if all. If you're looking around, go ahead and make a perception check. I will. Can I make one too? Yeah, from sure. where I am? Anyone who wants to kind of like survey the situation. Yeah. Why don't I see if I can get a good look in this hole too from like the catwalk? Yeah, sure. I'm a little bit safer from falling in. <laughs> Alright, so Ifrit, Barusa, and Aisha, you guys don't really see anything aside from just the detritus that's around the room. Uh, it looks like there was a fight in here at one point. Um, you guys see that there is, yeah, aside from the rubble, uh, there's some blood stains on the floor leading back towards the door, uh, of the room as well as, excuse me, uh, as well as some feathers. Um, Haywood, as you peer down into the hole, you see at the very bottom or what you think is probably the bottom. Uh, a large mass of purple and black feathers uh, that's just kind of piled. Does it does it appear to be moving? Like, the, do I get like a you it know that like slow? There's something breathing? breathing? Question mark. Uh, okay, I'm on, gonna give a little wave to my compatriots. Yeah, sure. Mm. Point at my eyes. Give give a, a one on my hand and then point down. Ah. Uh. And I'm gonna count way over there without the. And then I'm gonna count down. What? Okay. No, I, I, I start. Asia starts like four. waving your hand. Like, okay. like playing, no. <laughs> okay, okay. I wave my hands. I stop the countdown. I'm good. We didn't have a plan for this. Yeah, um, I have grenades too. Um, I feel like dropping a couple down that hole might be a good idea. We might want to be quiet as we approach. Yeah, anyone who wants to approach the hole can go ahead and give me a stealth check. I'm going to make yeah. a symbol with, like, my, my hand uh, opening and closing like a mouth. And then shrug. <laughs> and point at it. Alright, yeah, there's something in the hole. Got it. I'm a stealth check. Guess what? I'm a... Oh, man, that was terrible. Wow, Bruce is very stealthy. <laughs> I have a plus... I rolled a four for that then. Jeez. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Brusa, you make absolutely no noise. This is awesome. Um, Ifrit, however, uh, you're probably a little spooked, you know? Um, and you're not probably not paying as much attention as you normally would be uh, as you walk across this rubble-strewn ground. Um, and you step on the corner of a metal plate, uh, and it comes down on the ground with a pretty heavy clang, a very loud noise that kind of echoes through the whole room. 
And as you do that, you uh, hear from the pit a very shrill, very loud screeching noise. Fuck. And I am going to need everyone to initiative. roll initiative. As, as Ifrit steps on the plate. Oh, sorry. Ifrit steps on the plate, followed by this mass of feathers Jesus and limbs Christ. and teeth that Ifrit comes to the plate. hurtling out of the hole. <laughs> Ifrit winces oh, and his heart... Too. His heart falls directly into his butt. <laughs> I love it. Accidentally rolled two. Oops. Oh, you're good. I'll, I'll fix it. Do, do, do. Oh, this thing looks friendly. Yeah. It's very fun. What is it going to roll? Maybe it just wants to talk. Yeah, it just wants to have a little uh, feathery chit-chat, you know? Maybe. It needs a friend. Yeah, that's all. Okay. Big bird. Yeah, it's just Big Bird. That's all. We ride at dawn, bitches. <laughs> okay, so we will organize this. All right. How do I how do I get rid of this bad check? Uh, what would you What did you roll initially? Sorry, uh, it was a seventeen point oh three. Okay. I got that. Seventeen point oh three. Not one hundred seventy three. Goodness gracious! <laughs> yeah, seventeen point oh initiative. That is speedy. All right, there we go. Yes. So. Brusa. <laughs> yeah, yes. Brusa, you are up first. This creature comes screaming out of the hole that it had been hiding in or sleeping in. One of the two. You don't know. That looks pretty nasty. Let's take it down. Uh, and Brusa is going to take a shot with the tactical semi auto pistol. All right. Fire away. <clears throat> First combat roll of the game. 13. Not bad. 13. A 13 is not going to cut it. Uh, you watch Oof. as the round uh, kind of punctures through its wing, but it hardly even seems to care or notice. Oof. Right. Love it. Shit. Anything else? Um. Uh, nope. That's all right. That's gonna be. Haywood, this thing is okay. angry. I'm gonna uh, take my move action, and come over here, get behind it, and uh, while I do my move, since I, my base attack is one, I can draw my weapon while I do that. Let me just uh, let me just check my lines here. If I go right through the creature, what's right behind it? Oh, okay, I'm gonna fire <laughs> at the creature. Well, that's kind of at a downward angle, right? Yeah, hey, I, I just want to make sure we've got it completely flanked, and if I miss, it'll probably hit something harmless. Yeah, you'll be um, fine. <laughs> it's fine. And I'm gonna take a I'm gonna take a crack at it with my rifle. I have a gun. All right, take a crack. I'm I'm sure of my my aim. He said, "Has he rolled an eight? We roll traditionally yep. so bad. These are, these are very much uh, regular Starfinder rolls for this group. This, this is um, a, you fire your laser rifle and your shot just goes wide. Uh, you burn a partial hole through one of these crates. Cool. 
I'm just and, getting warmed up. Yeah, yeah, you're just getting there. Uh, anything else? Nope. <clears throat> All right. <coughs> Excuse me, goodness, I'm sorry. Uh, so that is the Feather Stalker's turn. It uh... is going to do a thing. All right, so uh, you guys see it crawls its way up out of the pit and makes its way over to Brusa. And it is going to attempt to smack Brusa across the face with a giant feathery arm. Uh, it'll be a 28 to hit. Yeah. And Brusa, you take uh, six, six bludgeoning damage. As this thing just oh, slaps you in the face. Ooh. Um, and then I need you to make me a fortitude save, please. Jesus. Alright, and uh, yeah, you were good. Alright. Aisha, you just watched this thing slap the crap out of Brusa. Wow. Uh so I'm firing at the nearest square that it occupies, or dead center? Uh, nearest square is fine. Cool, alright. So that is well within my range. Alright. Uh, I'm going to take a crack at it with my uh, my pistol that I have out. Yeah, fire away. Uh, yes, full attack. Uh, so full attack is, yeah, you take two attacks ah, with go. a penalty. Um, so you fire off two shots. Um, <laughs> and unfortunately... They both end up going wide. That's fine. Oh, that's all right. Yeah, we're yeah. good. You're, you're oh up. my you're god! Up. You're getting there. You're fine. Anything Holy else? Holy fuck! <laughs> all of us have just missed every shot. It's fine. You'll be good. Uh, anything else? Um, can I move a uh, square out of the way to give? Uh, yeah, you can move in front of shot. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna. Can I get next to this <clears throat> box? Yeah, absolutely. Cool, moving right there. All right. Bam. Up against the box, kind of halfway. Cool. Concealment. Brusa, you just got smacked. Ifrit. Ifrit, yeah. Why did I... Why did that skip you? I don't know. Ifrit. I don't know. It's all good. I ain't worried about it. Yep. Okay. I'm going to try something for my envoy thing. I don't know if this bad boy has an intelligence score... So if he doesn't, then we can just ignore this. Uh, does having a negative score count as having a score? That's a great question. I, I have no idea. I would assume so. I would assume not having a score would mean not having the stat at all. Okay. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to do a feint as my standard action. So with my Envoy feint, I have this <clears throat> ability to while I'm within 60 feet to make a feint as a standard action. Um, I'll link what that is in the chat. Okay. Um, so I'm basically going to try to bluff and the DC is the same as the DC for the feint. So it's 10 plus the opponent's sense motive skill bonus or 15 plus one and a half times the opponent's CR, whichever is greater. Okay. Um, if I'm successful, or regardless of not whether I'm successful, it's flat-footed against me until the end of my next turn, 
And then if I'm successful, it is flat-footed against all of us until the end of my next turn. Oh, my God. Huge. So I'm going to take, like, the grenade and make it look like a football, and I'm going to look at this thing and say, go long! <laughs> Just perplex it. As I bluff. And I also have skill expertise. So I have this ability to use my expertise for bluff checks, I believe is how that works. So I get an extra D6. Yes. I think. I okay, so. cool. So I will do my bluff and then a D6. Nice. Whoa. Nice. Yeah. So you uh, Solid. absolutely succeed. <laughs> And it is very flat-footed. For all of us? I believe so, yes. Yes, because, wow. yeah, so if I was not successful, it would be flat-footed against me. But because I was successful, it is now flat-footed for all you guys. Uh, but that that's is my really standard action. Well, that's my standard action. I can't do anything else after that, <laughs> aside awesome. from move. So. Uh, so I'm going to move. I'm going to position myself this way right into the rubble and then that'll that'll be my turn all right wow i wish we had that first yeah brusa oh uh, all right you've been slapped i'm feeling good about that <clears throat> brusa will say uh do unto others as you would have others do unto you and brusa will take two attacks with her longsword Alright. As a full action. Come on. Come on. Oh. <laughs> what are these rolls? <laughs> this oh, is dude. not our Dead Sons campaign. Oh, I <laughs> you can roll okay. It's allowed. I thought the curse was broken. <laughs> uh, yeah, you take two slashes with your longsword um, and it kind of just deftly moves its limbs out of the way. Uh, and you are unable to find purchase. Uh, I needed that. I really needed that to hit because I can't move out of the way now. Oh, no. Anything All else? Right. Nope, that's my turn. All right. Heywood. All righty. Uh, I'm going to... I'm going to jump down from the catwalk which i understand okay. is 15, 15 feet. feet uh since i'm deliberately jumping it's <clears throat> 1d6 per 10 feet yes and the 1d6 would be non-lethal since it's deliberate Correct. so you will take two can i try the acrobatics check <clears throat> sure yeah it's i think a 15 dc but i don't yeah. think i'm gonna make it no, i did not make take, it you take two two okay sick roll though that's fine I'm, I'm okay with that. Uh, I'm not moving. I'm still normal. <laughs> I'm going to enter my uh, photon stellar mode, which I should have done last turn. But, All right. oh well. And I'm going to take a crack at this thing again. Have at it. Let's see what we got. So, laser rifle. Oh, that's a crit. No, that's a 16. It'll be plus one. So 16 yeah, to hit. The, the 16 is going to hit. 
Um, so you watch as the shot from your laser rifle just kind of singes the creature's uh, feathers in a couple spots. One damage. One damage. One That's the first point of damage we've dealt Wait, actually, game. no. Wait. The uh, photon mode is plus one to damage roll. So ah. 15 to hit, two damage. Two damage. All right. Bro, Ooh. I just doubled my damage. Who else can say that? <laughs> Big damage time. I just doubled my damage. I mean, you did. You did. All right. Anything else? All right. yeah, that's all I got. All right. That will be the Feather Stalker's turn. Um, it's heck an oof time. You see uh, the Feather Stalker turns to Pers- you, um, Haywood. No. And it kind of like, it rears back a little bit and then kind of thrusts its chest out at you. And you see a, a basically a harpoon fire out of this creature's chest uh, towards you. It's kind of like kind of like how some porcupines can like throw their their spines. Is that it's kind considered of considered like a ranged attack. This is in melee. If, if that weren't about yes. to murder me, I would be like, that's totally badass. No, let's go. Long yep. sword time. Have at it. Oh my god. <laughs> uh once again, Bruce, you try to smack this thing as it goes to uh, essentially shoot at, at, at Haywood, and you were unable to find purchase. Uh, so Haywood, this might uh, be a 17 to hit. Uh, 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 EAC or KAC? Uh, KAC. It doesn't matter that hits either way. Okay. It's close. Uh, <laughs> Asking for posterity. <laughs> gotta oh, know. Uh, you're going to take six piercing damage, and then I need a fortitude save from you as well. Jesus, this thing is brutal. It hurts. Just watch this guy get harpoons from across the room. Right, you are good. Okay. Uh, Aisha, you just watched uh, this basically giant feathery harpoon uh, go through Haywood's shoulder. Holy shit. Uh, all right. Um, can I get into cover behind this box? Uh, go ahead and make me a stealth check to try and get into cover. Uh, I'm not uh, like trying to hide behind it. I'm like, oh, okay. Trying to get, just like, moving a... behind it. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, uh, so. So if he's making a ranged attack at me, it's uh, yes. a little bit more difficult. Yes. You um, cool. I'm also going to uh, let me see if he's within distance. Uh, near a square, twenty five feet. Yeah, he's in distance. I'm gonna take another uh, uh, a shot at him uh, because I moved. All right, fire away. Bring up my character sheet here. Sorry. You're good. Full attack. No. Ooh. There it is. There it is. There's the damage. <laughs> All right. Not bad. You take a nice shot. Uh, deal a not, a not at all insignificant amount of damage to this thing. It kind of like lets out this pained shriek as the bullet tears through it. Um, Headshot. Yeah, you, uh, you, get, you land a very good shot. Anything else? Whew. Um, I don't have any other, uh, active abilities or anything, uh, unless I can make another attack. <clears throat> I don't think I can, because I moved, did I? Yep, you're good. Yeah, uh, right. Alright, Ifrit's gonna not pull the pin, drop the grenade, um, so he can use his move action to draw his flame pistol. Right. Um, and he's going to take a shot at this boy. Awesome. Take a shot. Do, do I see if he 
pulled the pin or not when he dropped he, that grenade? He did, he did not pull the pin. <laughs> For sure. Yes. Oh, okay. yeah, 19 is going to hit. Sweet. All right, you uh, singe off a decent number of feathers and actually scorch some of the flesh be below. And Hell yes. Uh, nope, that's all. All right. Brusa. All right. Uh, um, then the, sorry, I don't mean to interrupt, Brusa. The flat-footed condition ends at the end of my turn. Gotcha. One last one, full round. Cool. All right, let's let's uh, let's keep swinging, swing for the fences. Swing away. Full attack. Here we go. Is that a signs reference? Ooh. Oh, I thought I broke the curse. The All eighteen right. hits. Yeah, the four doesn't though. No, but you get some damage in. Hey, four is better than none. Yeah. All right. Yeah, you managed to cut into this thing with your longsword. <clears throat> Uh, anything else? Uh, that'll that'll be it. All right, Haywood. Alrighty, let's uh, take a sweet sweet move action and um, how close can I get to this thing? I'm gonna get real close to it. Okay, get all up in its business, but not like by the hole. Maybe more by the machine. Fair forklift. This is the uh, second, and I have two points in my photon stellar mode. All right. And I'm going to try and hit it with my gun. Whack away. Fire away, rather. Probably that is a 16 good. to hit. Nice. Yeah, that is going to hit. That will do a total of four damage with the uh, stellar mode on. Yep. All right. Yeah, you uh, once again find purchase of your laser rifle. Uh, this thing's looking pretty beat up. It is not quite on death's door yet, uh, but it's looking pretty beat up. Emphasis on the word yet. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, that's all I got. All right, so that is going to be the Feather Stalker's turn. Um, and it, who's it going to attack? All right. Uh, it turns its attention back to Brusa. Uh, since you slashed at it with a long sword, it is going to attempt to thwack you again. Brilliant. Um, it'll be a 22 to hit. Yeah. Here comes the damies. Uh, you take eight bludgeoning damage as Ugh. it once slaps you across the face the other way with a giant appendage. Uh, and I will need another fortitude check and save, please. All right. <clears throat> Man, I'm glad I gave you that ring resistance. Um, Unfortunately, so... I'll go to my... <laughs> so uh you feel as it as it slaps you with this tentacle tendril a second time um <clears throat> you start to feel sickened uh you oh, feel no. sick to your stomach as toxins seep into your system and so you have the sickened uh condition for two rounds so all right I will uh, read off the condition real quick just for the audio. Uh, the second condition, uh, you take a minus two penalty to ability checks, attack rolls, weapon damage rolls, saving throws, and skill checks. Eef. That is for two rounds. Um, Aisha. <clears throat> All right. Uh, I'm not going anywhere. I'm going to make a full attack against this guy. I want him dead. All right. 
unfortunately, twist. 11 is not quite enough to do it. So you fire off two shots, uh, both uh, of which go wide. Anything else? Uh, that was a full attack. Yeah. I don't have any other uh, passive abilities. Right. Uh, yeah, that's it. All right, Eifert. Eifert is going to once again. So I'm going to use my movement going to 5, 10, getting a little closer to this guy. And Eifert, being the uh, movie podcaster that he is, is once again going to try and bluff uh, going up at this guy now that he's gotten a taste of this burn and say, say hello to my little friend. Yes. <laughs> it's a sick burn. Ooh, yeah. yeah. That succeeds. Yes. Yes. Okay, so 23, so once again, he's flat-footed. I forget exactly what flat-footed is. Minus 2 to AC? Minus 2 to AC, correct. That's what I thought. So he's now flat-footed for all of us until the end of my next turn. Correct. And that's all. What does the flat-footing actually do? Uh, It gets a minus 2 to its AC. Oh. Both uh, both EAC and KAC until the end of uh, Eifert's next turn. That's a little different. easier to hit it. That's very different from 3-5. I like it. I like <laughs> that it's a flat bonus and not... Yeah. Uh, Brusa. Oh, Brusa. Brusa again. Are you still uh, conscious? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm still standing. Uh, I, I probably got one more of those in me, if I'm, if I'm being honest. Jesus, you have a lot of health. Uh, all right. Uh... <laughs> Let's try with the. What could possibly go wrong? Yeah, it'll be fine. Hey, the 16 hits. All right. Minimum damage. <laughs> with a hit. Okay. With sickened, yeah. Ooh. You, uh, yeah. You once again uh, managed to make contact. Uh, it's looking pretty rough. Still not quite on death's door. Anything else? That'll do it. All right, Haywood. Okay, I'm going to move close enough to it that I'm within 10 feet of it. All right. But not within 10 feet of Brusa because I like Brusa. I don't want to die. The road. Uh, Okay, um, here's what happens next. I am now fully attuned to my uh, photon mode, so I'm going to activate my supernova power. Heck yeah. Deals 2d6 to anything within 10 feet of me. Gets a reflex save to take half. That'll do I, it. I can't quite remember what the save is. I think it's... Is it 10 plus my level plus... 10 plus uh, half my level plus charisma? Let me, well, it's going to fail. It rolled a 5. Well, oh, let's roll some d6s. Alright. Can you kill it? it? Ooh, not quite. 5 damage. That was yeah. disappointing. Uh, hey, so I, how does it look when you use this ability? I um, am going to make this up as I go, but I'm going to say good. that like I'm already glowing with bright yellow armor, and that just kind of bursts out from me. Heck yeah. Like a solar flare and goes out 10 feet. Yeah. Uh, so this thing is, is definitely on Death's door now. It is sitting comfortably in Death's rocker on Death's porch. Excellent. Um, I'm also going to give it the middle finger. Awesome. I don't know what this means, but I, I've seen it happen a lot of times, so I'm, gonna, I'm making it a Those hollow vids. Right. <laughs> that is the Feather Stalker's turn, and it is going to get up off of Death's Rocker uh, to try and beat the crap out of the guy who just solar flared it. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, so here comes... Ooh, ooh, uh. 
11. That's only 11 to hit. So that is going to be a miss. It does not hit. I'm um, Aisha. All right. Um, not really super sure how uh, trick attack works. Uh, is that just a flat... Uh, it says 1d4, uh, but is that to the... Uh, the so you attack make like roll? A, yeah, so you make a acrobatics or athletics, I believe. And acrobatics. You, yeah, you have to do... So you do the check first, I believe, because you mm -hmm. have to beat the DC, and then... I forget what the DC is, but then if you beat the DC, it's flat-footed and you get the bonus damage. I think I'm just going to take two shots at this guy and try to finish him off. Play it safe. Sounds good. Fire away. Full attack. Hey, the 17 is going to hit. And nice. you, my friend... How would you like to finish this thing? Uh, Aisha has a wide stance, leaned over this five-foot-tall box, trying to put shots into this thing. Nothing special, just pulling the trigger on it. All right, yeah, and you do manage to uh, usher it through Death's doorway, and uh, it is no longer on Death's porch. It is very dead. Clutch. Uh, it falls to the ground, screeching. Uh, and after a couple moments of twitching and, and trying to uh, to slap either Brusa or um, <clears throat> Haywood uh, fruitlessly with its uh, with its limbs, it kind of like slumps and falls back down the hole, um, and you hear just this like wet crunch as it hits the ground. <laughs> Sam, come here, come here, kitty. Uh, <clears throat> we, are we still in? Uh... Uh, we are no longer uh, in initiative of order, nope. Alright, I'm gonna take a little walk over to the hole and look down into it. Uh, yeah, it is very dead at the bottom of that hole. They're I'm gonna gonna... need a crane to get that out of there. I'm gonna walk on over to my boy Ifrit and slap him wait for the dice pretty freaking hard on the back. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Uh, yeah, Almost so as hard as I can. Ifrit, uh... You take away... A solid one bludgeoning damage. Uh, I say, uh, you, did, you, you did good, kid. You, you did good. Good, good, good work. A, I take a picture of the uh, with the flash on, of course, of the bloody mess at the bottom of the pole. Wait, awesome. wait. Is this is this what they call a selfie? Can we can we do that? I've never done that. <laughs> oh yeah, guys, get over here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I would like hey, to get uh, yeah, 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 Bruce, get over here. <laughs> yeah, y'all uh, y'all take a selfie together. Take a selfie with this thing dead in the background of the yes. bottom of a hole. Make sure you get my good side. <laughs> Which side is that? All sides are your good sides. Cool. All right. Good. I just um, want to tell you, wholesome. this is the happiest day of my life. Also, by the way, um, I have uh, a med patch. Um, I'm going to apply that to Brusa's face where they got slapped with the tentacle. Um, awesome. I think there's a, there's a check on there. Let me see what it is. Yes. Uh, equipment. Med patch. Oh, nope. I just clicked it on accident. My bad. Ignore that. Do I, do I know anything about the Vesk? Uh, okay. It's a uh, plus 10 per, uh, plus 10 to the circumstance. 
plus 10 circumstance bonus to task roll to treat disease, stabilize, first aid, any of that stuff. Yeah, you can go ahead and, and make... Uh... I, I, already, I, I just showed it off, but it's... Uh, oh, yeah. The first aid roll, I guess? Yes. Medicine. Oh, it's just medicine rather than first aid. Yeah, all right, we'll do that. And then it's <laughs> plus into whatever that is. 14. Uh, yeah. he's, 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 he's okay. Uh, you can tell that the toxins, uh, she rather, uh, you can tell the toxins have kind of started to wear off a little bit. Um, Bruce, you're feeling much better. Um, but you're not able to really like get too much done with, uh, with the med patch. Yeah. Yeah. Or something. Brissa, do you need a few moments to just kind of relax, take some breathe breaths in, breathe, breathe out. I wouldn't mind a few minutes to rest. Here, Uh, why don't we sit down and I'll tell you about my podcast. I'm going to go take a look at this shuttle. (laughs) Yeah, sure. Despite being made of feathers, oh. it's pretty hard. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was it was feathers and teeth, so I'm guessing it's like the, the teeth part that was rough, not the not the feathers. Um, so I'm yeah, no actually the that it looks to be just a uh, transport shuttle for like it's got wheels, so it's a wheeled shuttle, so it's mostly for moving things around between locations on. On the station. Oh, so it's not like a flying shuttle. Yes, correct. Is uh, <clears throat> is there any way to get it out of this room? Uh, it appears to be kind of blocked in by the scaffolding around it. Um, if you had a way of like maneuvering the scaffolding, you might be able to. <clears throat> hmm, like this forklift that's sitting right here. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you're good, Corey. Okay, yeah. Oh, yeah, that would give me plenty of time to do what I'm about to do. That would give me plenty of time to do what I'm about to do. Okay. Uh, all right, uh, I'm going to take a look at this uh, forklift. Um, it looks, does it look like it's uh, in running condition? Uh, it looks, well, let me, let me make a roll here. We'll see if it has <laughs> been damaged at all. Do you have profession forklift driver? <laughs> uh, I'm a, I have, uh, is it ace pilot and i love everything that has an engine in it so I'm, i really want the shuttle so we can oh, ride back in style might actually do it yeah in, uh the <laughs> forklift i i got i got a one so uh, the forklift appears to have taken the brunt of multiple <laughs> harpoons um oh, one of two of them are still like buried in it uh one is running completely through where the engine is um, oh. It looks pretty beat up. Mm. All right. Well, uh, not, to, not to interrupt, but there was also a supernova that hit it too. That yeah. too. All yeah, right. Well, we still got a little bit of time uh, to kill all efforts doing his thing. Uh, he's doing his podcast over there talking about this thing we just killed. Uh, Take a look at this scaffolding. Uh, does it look like it's easily movable? Is it just kind of resting on the ground, or is it, like, bolted down? It looks like it's, it's like, fairly heavy. Uh, it's not bolted down, but it's solid metal. 
So why can't I just ram it with the, the shuttle? Ah, uh, you can certainly try. Or at least not ram it with the shuttle, but at least, you know, try pushing it over. Ah, yeah, you can certainly try. Cool. All right, my piloting skills are going to come in advantage. Hey, you guys want to watch this? What are you doing? All right, cool. Sure. What are you doing? Cool, watch this. Uh, I'm going to, if I can, climb inside the shuttle. Uh, go ahead and let's see here. What, what, what skills are we going to need? Um, okay. Uh, go ahead and give me a sleight of hand check to try and... It is mechanically locked, not electronically locked. Alright. Um, so go ahead and try, give me a sleight of hand check to defeat the mechanical lock. Cool. That roll? There it is. Oof. Um... Ten. Yeah. You are not quite able to... to jiggle the lock uh the right way that you want to to open it it just doesn't really Mm. look like it's going anywhere you kind of you feel it get close once or twice but it doesn't really yeah all right uh i'm gonna take a look at this panel right here yeah Um, Uh, it looks to be some sort of diagnostic system connected to currently the the shuttle does it other than diagnostics for, like, uh, the engine and stuff, what other kind of stuff is, like, maybe security by chance? Um, no, it's more of, uh, more of, like, readouts on, uh, pressures of various systems, uh, fluid levels, uh-huh. um, uh, there's, like, previous heat readings, there's yeah, exhaust no, nothing, levels. Yeah, nothing relating to getting this thing open. Yeah. Since it's mm. mechanically locked, that's, uh, none of that would really be relevant. Can I shoot the lock? You can certainly try. <laughs> yeah, I will not yeah. say no. All right, uh, what am I rolling for that? Uh, make me an attack roll. Just a straight-up attack roll. I'll figure with, out a DC. With the, and... with the pistol? Yes, yes, with the pistol. Cool. Regular attack. I'm not going to put two rounds into this thing. Bang! Uh, yeah, you... Um... You manage to <laughs> pretty heavily damage the lock. Like, it is no longer sound. All right, can I make a strength check to rip the damn door yeah, open? go ahead and give me a strength check. Uh, let me make a quick roll here. <laughs> yeah, uh, you basically manage to rip the door off the hinge entirely. Ah, shit. Ah, uh, I don't want to do that. Uh I rolled a one. Oh. Uh, I ripped the door off the hinge after shooting the lock out. Uh, yeah. oof, uh, it looks like it may have been in for maintenance that wasn't completed. The door specifically? Yep. Uh, Alright, I'm gonna, like, is there enough room to, like, tuck it in what's this thing look like on the inside is it just like a seat or is there like cargo room behind it it's a seat it looks like any sort of cargo room would be accessed through a hatch Mm. back back all right uh this is kind of out of care uh oc but am i am i wasting anybody's time here are you guys enjoying me messing with this Fine by me, Mel. (laughs) i don't think Corey is back yet so i think you're good yeah i mean yeah i'm just watching jack me all right, uh, in that case, I'm going to, uh, 
I'm gonna set the door down on the ground. I'm gonna hop in and uh, see, get a look at these controls. See if I can open up that that yeah. back hatch. Give me a computer's check. Sure. Figure out how it works. Uh, I I also am uh I do have Ace Pilot as my my background. Yes. I don't. Yes. I don't remember what that plays into that, but I know it has something to do with everything vehicle related. So you said computers. Yes. Cool. Hope that one's not crap. Oh wow! <laughs> uh, oh yeah, hey, I, I've been in one of these before. Yeah, you've you've been in one of these before. You're able to uh, both open the back uh, door and get it running. Cool. All right. Um, in that case, I'm gonna hop in it. Uh, you're great. Now you're gonna have to come up with a way of implementing this. We ram it through the doors and stuff. <laughs> All right. Uh, oh, I wish. Uh, yeah, cargo holds. It, does it have anything in it? Uh, there's nothing in the cargo hold. Cool. All right, I'm going to climb out, and I'm going to put the door in the cargo hold. Okay. All right, hopping back in, I'm going to roll up to this scaffolding and try to, like, push it. Uh, here, if I can show you what I mean. <clears throat> if I can push it, like, this way, out of the way. Uh, Yeah, go ahead and make me a piloting check. Cool. Let's see if I can find that in my character sheet. Mm, piloting. <laughs> Two crits in a row. Wow. <laughs> um, yeah, so you are able to maneuver the the um, the shuttle. Uh, and you... Let me make a quick roll here to see just how heavy this is. Ooh, okay. Um, you're able to scoot the scaffolding, um, but it leaves pretty deep gouges in the floor, uh, from where it was resting. Uh, but you do manage to scoot it mostly out of the way. I know going to be remodeling this, this whole thing anyway, so who cares if there's a few scrapes on the floor. All right, can I get this thing out of, out of the, the spot it's stuck in right now? Uh, so let me make a quick roll on the stuff that it's connected to. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. That is right going now. to affect this. Okay. Um, so are you trying to basically leave the reach of what's connected to it? Um, <clears throat> I don't want to meta this, but do I notice, like, all of a sudden this thing's bogging down while I'm trying to drive out? You would, you would notice that, that that was happening, and you would also notice that your control panels dim significantly all right uh, i'm gonna stop real quick and uh hop out and take a look at those cables that are hooking everything up uh give me a perception check cool uh you can tell that some of those appear to be battery related or power related Uh. Yeah. Alright, um they're power related, so it's hooked up right now. Um I wanna hop back into the ship and can I make um a, a, another check to see if there's a, a way to turn on the APU or the, the batteries on this thing? Uh yeah, go and make me a, a engineering check. Hey. 
you are not quite able to determine whether or not it even has any sort of internal power system installed at the moment. Damn. Uh, you know that yeah, you probably have one, up. but it appears to be like they brought it in and put it into essentially maintenance mode where it, it a lot of its vital stuff is in ne- necessarily tied to uh, the maintenance systems. So it's pretty pretty gutted underneath the hood, essentially. It's just kind of tied to this spot. Like, you could move it around in this spot, mm-hmm. um, but that's about the extent of its reach at the moment. Shoot. Well, Ifrit, you still good? You still taking up, uh, you still on the walk? I'll take that. I'm back, yes. I'm back now. Oh, all right. Uh... Well, I, I'm about to give up on this thing. Anybody else got any bright ideas? <laughs> Maybe you should check the CD player. <laughs> yeah, uh, that, is there, I'm going to press eject on the CD player, see what happens. Uh, let's see here. What is what is in there at the moment? Um, <clears throat> yeah, so there's an album uh, in there by uh, a band called... Um, Space Patrol. Um, oh my god. <laughs> Corey knows where I'm going with that. Oh. Uh, yeah. uh, the hit single, uh, If I Just Lay Here, is on there. <laughs> Uh, hey, what is this? Uh, I don't think I've heard this before. Can I stick it in and press play? <laughs> uh, yes, however, I will not sing that. Oh, yeah. If I lay here, if I just lay here. <laughs> Thank you, Corey. I immediately hit the stop button. <laughs> All right, then. All right, I think we're done here. Uh, you don't like Space Patrol? Uh, I I just don't think I'm in the mood after watching a spear fly out of that thing's chest into an android. Understandable. All right. Um, it really wasn't that bad. <laughs> I feel fine. Kind of tickled. Um, I'm gonna go over to this maintenance console. Is there like a a, a, a notes uh, page on it or anything where I can like put diagnostic notes? Sure. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I want to put this. <clears throat> there we go. All right, uh, <laughs> I'm going to save that entry. And uh, all right, I think we're about done here, guys. You want to uh, head back to... What was his name? Zigvigix? Ziggy? We, we better get in line to, to get that album first. True. Uh, Alright. Alright. Wait, uh, I've, got, I've got an idea. Um, are we expecting the line for this thing to be like like pretty big? Is it going to be pretty hard to get a copy of this? Star Sugar Heart Love is pretty huge. Maybe we need a little... Uh, motivation to remind everyone how badass we are and i'm gonna point to the 
the giant mass of feathers that we just murdered. I'm not climbing down there. Are you going to get a trophy and bring it back up? Is that what you're thinking? I'm thinking maybe that's not such a bad idea. Think about it. Who's going to be able to cut in line? A bunch of vagabonds or a bunch of vagabonds with the head of a feather stalker? I think that's how we get security called on us. I think that's how we get an album, but I don't know. All right, before we leave here, though, um, this is like a storage room. What was stored here? It looks like mostly... um... Oh, let's see here. <laughs> um, batteries, flares, flashlights, that sort of stuff. Batteries. Yeah, mostly like consumer style batteries. Oh yeah, but this is all like stuff that's gonna get returned to people. <clears throat> yes. Yeah. All right. Well. Uh... <clears throat> well, if you got who who wants to wait in line and who wants to go straight back? If they don't have. If you don't want to wait in line, what we could do is the ever-classic wait for someone to come out who's bought one and offer them additional funds to take it off their hands. That's not a terrible idea. I like. I still like the uh, giant feathered head approach. No, I do too. That is very lucrative. Station. How deep is the hole? <laughs> uh, the hole... Oof. Uh, the hole is a good 30 feet deep. Okay, that's way too much work. I take it back. <laughs> so God. much work. Alright. Um, I really like the idea of um, stuff a cred stick in somebody's chest and take the disc out of their hand and tell them to go get back in line. That sounds like a really good idea to me. Yeah, it's up to y'all. Let's go try it at least. I mean, if they say no, we can just kill them and take it. Like you know, it's just yeah. That's yeah. That's what we'll do. Ah, uh, yeah, right. Um, <laughs> just joshing you guys. I don't know. Right. Only if they're human, right? Uh, I would never said that. You said that. Those are your words, not mine. <laughs> uh, All right. I, I would never say that. All right. Uh, I'm gonna start heading towards the uh, the door and the Vesk security guard that was. Uh, some ways away from the door. We'll go yeah, talk to him I mean, they're all, they're all still there. How so. easy, how climbable does the hole look? Not climbable. Pretty difficult to climb. Okay, yeah, I'm, I'm going to follow and not climb down the hole. How climbable is the hole? <laughs> <laughs> what a question. Alright, so yeah, you guys uh, head back outside. Uh, the security is still there. Um, and as you walk out, <clears throat> that same Vesk from before walks up and he says, I take it, uh, I take it you managed to, uh, take care of the big feathery boy. Bird's dead. You did a great job. Uh, hey, uh, would you, when you guys clear it out, would you save me the head? Uh, what, save you the, uh, why? Did I stutter? Why, why do you, why do you want the head of uh, a feathered it, monstrosity? Are, are you aware of the word trying Why? He just told you to save it. Uh, Okay. Don't ask questions. (coughs) I'll uh, I'll, I'll see what I can do. Appreciate you. All right, let's uh, continue on then. All right. Uh, Yeah, so are you guys going uh, straight to a a music store, essentially? Yes. Yeah, I tell the the vest guy that the door was definitely not us. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Awesome. Like that. 
Um, yeah, that, that shuttle over there had a door just sitting on the ground next to it. Yeah. So as you guys approach the music store, um, you see that there is essentially a line that wraps entirely around the building and down multiple blocks. Um, oh, this is like is... when McDonald's had that Szechuan sauce. <laughs> it is an incredibly raucous line. Uh, there's people just blaring music. <clears throat> um, there are people dancing. There are people. There's. It is just intense. I have a feeling they don't have enough copies for everyone, so I think waiting in line is not going to do us any good. Yeah, no. Uh, we're gonna walk straight to where. Actually, not. I'm not. All right. Here's an idea. So, how about we stand a little bit out of the way and kind of like chill, and wait for somebody to come out that has one of those in their hand and looks really happy, and uh, I'll intercept and then stuff a hundred credits in their hand and take this damn thing. So I really do not want to wait. Any any opposing ideas to that? I think that they're going to need a little bit more than a hundred, since that's the base cost for the CD or for the two no, packs. It's of the fifty. CD. Yeah. Yeah, it's fifty. It's 50. They may want more price, knowing that they'll probably have to order it online and and wait for the back orders. Well, shit! I'll give them one twenty-five. I don't care. I'll haggle with them. You let me haggle, and I'll, I'll I. Why don't I give you another 100 credits to haggle with? Because I, I don't think you understand. I mean, spatially. I have enough. Thank you very much. I can haggle. Well, okay, I'll, I'll leave it to you. Thank you. All right. Any other pose, Any other ideas? Anything? The head's just, like, still back there in the warehouse. <laughs> All right. Tim? I'm headed. All right, I'm going to stake out and wait to see somebody come out with this disc. I mean... People are coming out pretty pretty regularly, looking very excited. All right, cool. I'm uh, going to intercept. There's a big vesk that comes out. Uh, there's uh, a couple of humans. There's some Yasoki. Uh, there's a couple of Shirin. It's it's a very wide. Uh, these seem to have a very wide appeal. Uh, I'm gonna go for somebody. I'm gonna go for a human that uh, seems of similar age, mid twenties, early teens, somewhere in there. Right. Uh, yeah, a couple couple humans come out, uh, each one carrying a uh, a copy of the CD. Uh, I'm going to rock up on one of them. I'm going to go, hey, is that the uh, new Strawberry Machine Cake uh, album? Hello, yes it is. It is uh, so exciting to have new copy of music. Yeah. It's um, limited edition, too. If you want to get really? one, you should probably get in line. Really? How much does that cost? It was 100 credits for two copy. For two copies? Yes, two copy. Wow. Uh, Who's the other copy for? It is for my girlfriend. Wow. You know what? I'm going to let this guy pass. Hey, thanks. (laughs) Thanks for letting me know, dude. (laughs) Okay. Average relationships go less than four years. Have a nice day. Yeah, you too. But strawberry machine cake is forever. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. He walks away. Uh, uh, so I, I should mention that my character is neutral good still. I'm still not. I mean, these are also like people that I like grew up around. This, the Absalom Station is my home, so I, I can't really be super shitty to these people. That uh, was some good haggling you did there. Well, no, that's, that's different. Can I go really, all right, I'm going to try again. Next one. Okay. Uh, there's a Yusoki coming out. 
Cool. I'll try to talk to him. Right. Hey, dude. Uh, she uh, she just walks. She's just happy, happily holding her album. Oh, hello. How how can hey. I help you? Uh, yeah. Um, I, I, I'm gonna cut this to you straight. Um, so somebody, uh, we're we're running a little errand for, and they have a really big love interest. Uh, I think uh, they wanted us to really pick up one of those albums. We're short on time. Uh, how willing would you be to take a double what you paid for that disc for me to have it uh go ahead and make me a diplomacy check cool for whatever i don't remember what it's exactly called i think it's diplomacy diplomacy yeah. uh there's bluff and diplomacy uh, diplomacy oof uh what did you get it hasn't oh okay um <laughs> how about you give me a thousand credits and i give you one copy uh, I'll be honest with you. I don't really have that much. Oh, well, then it's just lying around. If you could give me maybe eight hundred credits, I give you one copy. Ah, I think you're a little bit out of my price range. You enjoy your disc. You have a nice day. Okay, thank you. You too. Yep. Sorry, we couldn't do business. Yeah, it's all right. Uh, there's a dozen more people coming out. <laughs> you have a nice day. She just goes on her way. Yep. So what are the rest of you hey. all doing? Uh, while the I, negotiations are like, down. I feel like we're the people at the concerts that are, like, asking for tickets. Yeah, we are. That's exactly what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to spend the exact amount of time trying to get these that if we had just waited in line, we would have been fine. Or I just, if we just gotten ahead, which would have, you know, climbing a hole is not too hard. But okay, I'm I think that would have just got the security called on us. Maybe the security. Okay, I'm I'm talking about the head. I'm gonna go to a person who hasn't gone to the store yet, but they're like further ahead in line. Okay. So like, oh, I see what you're doing. That's smart. Oh uh, yeah, there's oh, excuse me. There's plenty of people still in line. There's it's it's a very like this is an hours long line. Okay, so what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna go to the the person that's like. Third or fourth in line, I don't know. Uh, someone that looks like not, even if they look intimidating, I don't care. I'm just going to pick randomly third or fourth person in line. Okay. Um, I'm going to go to that person and say, hey, um, my name's Ifrit. Uh, we have a friend who's trying to make a, another friend, so to say. And, and she's, or they are a big fan of strawberry machine cake and this new album i know that there's a limit of two copies per person i was hoping to see as we we're in a little bit of a hurry we could fund an additional copy for you in the future that you could order later um since this line's so long and, and their date's almost up i want to see if we could offer you perhaps an additional, I, I have 125 credits on me that I could give you for one copy of the CD. You could, of course, keep the other copy for yourself. Hmm. Uh, make me a diplomacy check, please. Um, <clears throat> so the individual you were talking to is a, a female host, Sheer, uh, is a host, Sheeran. Um, and they look at you and they their antenna kind of twitch as you speak. Um, and then you hear a voice in your head after a couple of moments. I think that is a fine deal. I don't see why I 
couldn't uh, couldn't help your friend out. I, I only need one copy myself, anyhow. To show I'm good for it, take half the credits now, and I'll wait outside. Oh, thank you. I, I appreciate it. I will, uh, where would you like me to meet you, friend? Uh, well, I'll point to where Aisha and, um, Brusa are, as well as, um, Hayworth, right? It's Hayworth. Haywood. Haywood, sorry, Haywood. Um, and, and say, I'll be right over there with these fine folk. Kitty! <laughs> he, was, he was standing on top of my computer, dangerously Ready close to, to the, power, the power, button. power button. Uh-huh. <laughs> dangerously close to the power button, which would have been Thank so you. bad. <laughs> there goes the recording. All right. Um, yeah. Again. Again. Oh my gosh, I would be so mad. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's all good. Uh, anywho, yeah. So you guys are, uh, yeah. The uh, the Sheeran. You see them disappear inside. Um, and we'll see how long it takes. Uh, five to five to seven minutes later, uh, they pop back out, uh, happily clutching two copies of. Uh, Star Sugar of uh, Star Sugar Heart Love, and they walk uh, over to you guys. I um, thank them and give them the other half of the credits, so I now have zero credits. Yeah, and they uh, hand over their one copy of Star Sugar Heart Love. Hey, uh, how much did you pay them, Ifrit? Uh, One hundred twenty-five credits. Here, yeah, I, I got. I, I, this was my idea. Here you go. I uh, hand you a cred stick with 125 on it. Uh, you don't have to pay me. If you ever get bored, um, you should check out my podcast. Don't you have like uh, an OnlyFans or Patreon or something? Um, no. What's an OnlyFans? Oh no, no, no! <laughs> uh, you'll learn about that later. All right. Uh, <laughs> um. Yeah. I- yeah, I give so, him the credit. Uh, as the uh, as the Sharon is is walking away, uh, Bruce will turn to Ifrit and say, perhaps a little too loudly. So that's the cute Sharon you were talking about. <laughs> uh, yes. Oh, the Sharon does not hear you. All right. Um, uh, so, um, all right, let's head back to um... Ziggy. Ziggy. Yeah, Ziggy. 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 All right. Uh, yeah, so you guys take some time and head back uh, to the park where you first <coughs> met Ziggy. Uh, they're still mm-hmm. there, uh, still mm-hmm. sitting on the same park bench, uh, now not eating. They're just kind of uh, chilling on the park chilling. bench. Um, and as you approach, uh, again, their antennae kind of perk up and they look over at you. Uh, and you all hear their voice in your head at the same time. Uh, they say, "Ah, good. I see you have all returned. That is, that is a good thing. I'm glad you're all alive. Hopefully, yeah. the beast <clears throat> didn't prove to be too much trouble." Yeah, uh, the beast kind of beat the crap out of Bruce, but they're good now. And uh, we happened to pick up a copy of the uh, that, that album you wanted to. Uh, ah, good, uh, wonderful, wonderful. Uh, like I said, please uh, take it to Historia Seven when you see her, and uh, she will she will know what to do with it. Uh, yeah. Do we? Do you want us to say it's from you, or keep uh, it a surprise? No, you you can say it's from me. That is fine. 
Yeah. Oh, and uh, here's that crud stick back. Uh, it didn't get used. Oh, oh, you didn't. How did you purchase the album then? Uh, uh, it cost a little bit more than the crud stick was worth, so I just took it out of my own pocket. Oh, no, please. Uh, do keep the crud stick. Uh, that is the least I can do. Oh, because uh, originally you did say uh, like 25. Oh, no, please. Just, just keep the... Uh, please, just keep it. That is the least I can right. do for your uh, assistance. Uh, all right then. Um, yeah, the uh, the bird thing's dead, and uh, we got the album. You need anything else from us? No, I, I think you have you have uh, greatly helped me, and uh, in return, of course, I will let uh, guidance know of your assistance. And I do have some things for you before you go. Um, and Ziggy uh, turns to a small case that they had sitting near them uh, themselves and they open it up and they pull out the following items uh one set of basic iridashell armor uh 400 credits and a pair of incendiary grenades one Ooh, put that all in chat. Ooh, those are some nice items do, do, do. so that is what you get from ziggy and as they hand everything over to you, um, they they very excitedly warn you, uh, please uh, do have fun with the grenades, but don't blow yourselves up. I, I rather like you. I can make zero promises, <laughs> but I'll do my best. I call dips on at least one of the grenades. One? But uh, if no one else wants any. I'm good. I think I'll take one. All right. Is that uh, a Riddishell? Is that basic yes, armor? Yes, it's basic Riddishell armor. Yep. Nice. And, I and think... that's 100 credits for each of us? Yes, 100 credits for each of you. Um, And I oh, think... Hell. Sam, goodness. Also, uh, uh, just a real quick ask. How much was the uh, credit stick that he gave us uh, 100 four. credits total. Okay, right, so got it. Um, All I right. I think that is probably where we are going to have to end for tonight, um, since I unfortunately have to get going to finish packing. Um, hey, but it's so, for good reason. Yes. So thank you all for joining us tonight, um, and we will uh, finish up this episode uh, probably the next time we play you've been listening to Star Rollers be sure to follow us on Twitter and tune in again for the next exciting episode